Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And we're together at last. Reunited. And it feels so good. Like you could tell anyways that we were in two different places. Because I've gotten a lot of people saying, I didn't know you guys did it in two different places. I couldn't even tell. That is with Alessandra's seamless editing. I try my very best. We do this clap thing where basically we try to line it up because I'm on the phone. So it's like delayed slightly. Yeah, and to me, it, it always sounds like we're super delayed, and you always just go, perfect, and then we start. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's really like three seconds later that, yeah. I, that I respond to it, so. Yeah. Anyways, we are fresh off of going to San Diego Comic-Con for the fourth time. SDCC 2018. Yeah. Fun stuff. It definitely a different kind of year this year. Yeah, definitely wouldn't say it was it was the best year ever. Because, I wouldn't say that either. Because we've had some great years. We just, there was no way that you were going to beat those, like, the last three years. Honestly. There's just no way. Honestly, you can't. Um, but but we did have some great highlights and some really fun stuff that I'm glad we were oh, able we to get to. Oh, we had a great time. Yeah, it was a fun time. It was just a lot more chill. Mm. We had a lot more downtime. Yeah. And we just we were just hopping all over the place. We weren't just trying to get into Hall H. We were we were doing we were, all sorts of things. We were going down into Gaslamp. We were in the a convention center. Lamp. We were going down and having restaurants in the Gaslamp quarter, having beers, which we never get to do. We never drink alcohol we're, we're just ever. Always on the run. Uh huh. So yeah, we're just going to talk about talk about what we did this year. So Emily made this amazing, amazing like day by day schedule. That she printed out on a piece of paper. This is called the master schedule. Uh-huh. And it was very helpful. Yeah. Just because we, we... When you're just going into Hall H every day, it's easy to plan out your weekend. Because yeah. you basically... You're waiting in line for the next day, and then the second that day's done, you're getting back in line for the next day. So it's very easy. So, but we needed the schedule, I thought, just because... You know, there was a lot of stuff we thought we wanted to do, we definitely wanted to do, if we had time going to do this. Mm-hmm. So I was putting just a lot of stuff down of what we definitely wanted to do, and then if we had time, putting down some maybes, because we were jumping around all over the place. Yeah, so we started, uh, we, we stayed on Wednesday night, and we stayed in a place that was about 20 minutes away on the freeway. 20 minutes from the nearest trolley station, which was then another 20 minutes into downtown. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, you know, 40 minutes out, out, out of downtown, Yeah, I think. but, you know, it really was helpful because it wasn't that expensive, comparatively. Definitely not. Um, and then... And it wasn't even that far away, like, I mean... It wasn't, cause, no. Because we were waking up at, like, 3, 4 in the morning every day anyway, and there was no one on the freeway. No one on the damn freeway. So it didn't, it didn't matter. So we woke up really early on Thursday morning uh, to make the 5 o'clock trolley. Yes. And we did that, and then we, um... We First went, thing we did was we waited in line for the Ready Player One experience. Which we were, which like, was, the second people in line, and then it turned into, like, the 30th people in line, because the people in front of us got so many people. Yeah, we got there to just two girls sitting there, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're just gonna have a few friends come by later. 
which then they had then it they was like fifteen more. Then people. they proceeded to have fifteen people show up. Yeah, it was a lot. So that was a little annoying. It was annoying, but it didn't really matter because we but, got in first yeah, anyways. We got in in the first grouping, which was like exactly at like ten o'clock. At ten, yeah, they were pretty. The line was a little chaotic, but they got us in right on time. Yeah. And we, it, was, uh, it was a pretty cool experience. You know, we were right across the street from that really nice hotel, Omni. Which they're very nice there, and they let you use the restroom and yeah. go get water. And, and all the all the co-workers, all the workers during that weekend have really cute graphic tees on mm-hmm. to work behind the desk. Some girl was wearing a Sailor Moon shirt, and I told her I liked it. Yeah, so we went into the uh, Ready Player One experience, which was cool. Basically, it was it, it was going through the rooms of The Shining in the movie. Yeah, that was the only movie related part that was there so and it was just a bunch of photo op areas mm-hmm. so we had a really cool like if if you think about riding a space mountain at disneyland the the tube where you're going up it's the like hill shiny all, all the lines are like neon are, the, lines. the led lights are like moving down the tube like making lines that's what it kind of looked like in the first part and it said ready player one at the back and that was pretty cool. And then, uh-huh. then we went into this shining um, hallway that yeah. had a f- like a fake, like a picture of two hallways, very long hallways on the ends of the hallway. So it looked like it you were yeah, like a- visual illusions mm-hmm. to make it look like you were in a super long hallway. And then uh, we get to room two seventeen, and inside is the um, the bathroom, the bathtub where bathtub. that creepy lady is, the zombie lady. Uh, and Emily got to go in the bathtub. So you should check out our um, Instagram story if you have a chance, because I, I, we made a whole big Instagram story for the whole weekend. I, I mean, we put a lot of stuff on there, not like everything. Yeah, there's but... some stuff that's missing, but I'll try and get those on there. Yeah. Um, but we pretty much covered everything. But there's, there's... You know, I didn't really do a lot of panels, you know? Like, I didn't no, take a lot of pictures I'll, of I'll panels try. I'll try year. and get... I want to get a picture of Jamie, Jamie Lee in there. Yeah. So I'll, I'll try and get that added. Um, because I don't think we're gonna, are we gonna make a Facebook album? I mean, maybe. I didn't, I mean, all the, some of, some of the only pictures I took was on Instagram. Yeah, I so think I, it I just maybe like the just album keeping would be missing it, stuff. I know, just keeping just keep it, it on Instagram, Instagram, it's pretty easy for you guys to check it out, and I actually shared it on our Facebook earlier today. Yeah, I saw that. So you so guys can look. just, yeah, just take a look, because we did a lot of fun stuff on Thursday, especially. Um, so then after we did the Ready Player One thing, which we actually after, got to do an escape room at Ready yeah, Player One after as well. the photo op areas, you could then just do a small little escape room, which So was, we did that, it was fine. Which was pretty fun. The, the, the little keychain. The room looked very well put together. It was Wade's yeah, house. Yeah, definitely. It looked so, like Wade's room in the movie. It yeah, was really so you cool. had the living room, and then you had the laundry room where Wade's mattress was on top of the laundry, was on top of the washer. Um, and the escape room was, was kind of fun. We went in there with a group, and they just played... Um, a segment of a song on the TV and we had to find, there were just loads of cassette tapes. Dozens everywhere. of cassette tapes just lying around the apartment and you had to just look look for the correct find band. The song that The matched. correct band. And then also that when we had to find the key, which was in the aunt's right, gloves. In, yes, in the aunt's gloves. Did you see where those were? Because I did not see where they, they were. were. In the, they were in the dryer. They were inside the dryer? Yes, we had to oh, open the dryer. Oh, I, I didn't even think about that. Yes. Wow, okay. Well, I didn't we know we almost much... didn't get out of that escape room. Yeah, we had, like, we had like less than a minute we had left. We like, five seconds yeah. left. He was, like, counting down. We're like, shit, we need to find these. I got else... really scared after. Or else we're gonna... Something's gonna happen. But the girl we were with got it. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we got, got like, a little lame keychain, and then we left. Yeah. And then after that... I felt like we had a lot of just downtime in between After that, we went to... We went to try and do the Star Trek thing, right? 
the Star we, Trek We walked the floor thing. a little bit, and then we oh, went... Oh, that's right. We went and walked the floor, which was nice. Yeah. I bought some stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, there was a Comic-Con exclusive for a... For the Black Panther Kamoya beads. Like, we got our we got our stuff. We got our, like, badge stuff. Yeah. And then we walked the floor for a yeah. little bit. I bought some stuff uh, for myself and for my coworker, Kiefer. Yeah, you want to explain what he, uh, how he reacted when you got him these these Kamoya beads from Black Panther? I gave him his gift today. He was Keeper very was, excited. I saw this video. It's adorable. Yes, my other my other coworker uh, filmed it because Kiefer was very excited. You will know Kiefer from our Star Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yeah, podcast. we also met up with Carlos, who was also in the Star Wars: The yes, Last Jedi podcast. Carlos, yeah, it was like Which a three-hour podcast. Very, they're both very knowledgeable on Star Wars. So if you want to go check that out, go ahead and go over there and take a listen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I gave Kiefer his gift today, and he was very excited. He screamed, screamed, he very screamed. loudly on the video. He screams and he re- her proceeded up. to pick me up off the floor. Yeah. Off the ground and hug me so hard. So it was, and I'm like, you're like yelling at him, like Kiefer, calm down, calm I down. Know. I'm like, I'm like, put me down. <laughs> so funny, so so he really liked it. So These are happy. very weighty, beautiful beads. Yes, too. they were. They looked gorgeous, and Just they, like and the they movie. had a certificate of authenticity with them. Um, I got the last ones at this booth. We had to run to the first booth. They didn't have any more. You got the had last to, ones. Had to run across the exhibit hall to the second booth. Yeah, and they got the last pair. Um, and he proceeded to wear them all day, and he loved them so much. He he loves Black Panther. He loves that movie so much, and I'm very happy that he was happy. And then we went to this Roddenberry Presents panel. We get in there and know it turns out that the Roddenberry Presents was pushed up in half an hour. So we were confused because what yes. we were in there for was not Roddenberry Presents. Yes. And then we went outside to go sit down and plug in our phones, and somebody told us not to do that, even though when we got out, there was plenty of people sitting down. On the side. Yeah, we couldn't sit on the side. I was so, like, okay, maybe fine. maybe it's because our feet were extended out too much. No, like I don't think were... it was that. They just—I don't know. Somebody apparently. This hall was not very busy, that. so I don't know why they're making a huge deal out of this. But we didn't—we didn't, we didn't want to be in there for that panel because Elsander needed to charge her phone, and you know, we just wanted to talk. Yeah, and I, I yeah, I didn't want to be have to be quiet in this panel in this in this panel that we really didn't want to listen to. Um, but whatever. So then we went back inside. And then we waited for the Roddenberry Presents, which was not really anything. Yeah. The description had said that they were going to show some archived stuff like, you know, concept art, other things from Deep Space Nine. And they were going to talk about that. And we thought that was very exciting. And so we wanted to wanted to see some concept art. Because it's a 25th anniversary of... Yes, the 25th anniversary of Deep Space, Space Nine. Nine. And so they did do that, but they also said that they were going to start posting this stuff on their Facebook page. So they only showed us, like, four A little things. bit and talked about their podcasts over and over again. Yes, they, talk, they talked extensively about their numerous podcasts. There were, like, eight podcasts. No, What the hell? And they're talking about all different things. Like, I mean, some of them I sound a little interested in, so I might go, t- might go listen, but it's... Seriously, they took like yeah. 15, 20 minutes to talk about their eighteen podcasts. I just thought that they were just self promoting. They were. They were. They and, were so much self promoting. And it was that was it. Like that was the whole purpose of this thing. And so then then they started playing this short film that they had they'd made or something, which looked terrible. It yeah, it started off very confusing. very bad. The acting was not good, so we just decided to leave. We just left. And then at that time, did we try another offsite? No, we went back into the exhibit hall. Or no, we went to go meet. Hannah, Hannah in line? No, then we just went straight to the Her Universe panel. 
That's right. Yes. So that. So night, then we went to the Hero Universe, which is at was that the Marriott Grand Hyatt? Grand Hyatt. It was at the Grand, Grand Hyatt. Hyatt. We get there and it's a beautiful hotel that had that Grand Hyatt. Oh yes, my god, it's, it's very so nice. All the hotels down there are super nice. Oh my god, we get out there, we get a pretty good place in line for the Her Universe uh, fashion show. Yes, and we're just waiting there. And during that waiting, they had all this like trivia. The people are yelling. We won some stuff. Like a, we got some VR headsets and some little um, Wonder Woman ornaments, ornaments which are really cute. And yeah. then. Um, yeah, we just sat there for several hours, like five or five hours I'm going to go with, right? Three, um, four hours? I think we got there about three hours before they were going to let us in. Three oh, or four hours. Okay. And then we, like, waited for Hannah to come, which our yeah. friend our friend Hannah was there. And then yeah. she came and sat with us, and uh, then we got into the Her Universe fashion show, which was my favorite part of the whole weekend. I think so as well. It was awesome. So we did this for the first time this weekend. It was their fifth anniversary. And basically what the Her Universe fashion show does is the Her Universe brand works with... Hot topic. Hot topic and box lunch to create geek fashion, geek couture, geek yeah. geek inspired clothing that that every day that that can be worn every day, yes, at whatever time of the day. And it's like basically inspired by, you know, this year's theme was like princesses. So the girls who won last year got to make designs for a princess Disney princess line. Yes, and you know they're very wearable things you wear every day, like a, a dress that has just subtle. Subtle things that allude to um, certain fandoms, you know, certain fandoms. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So. yes, and this was a very awesome thing that I thought they did. So every year, whoever wins the fashion show gets to create a new look for the next year's or, mm-hmm. or, or for the next season's uh, clothing release. Yes. And, and what was the was theme that for next year? Did they say that they were going to oh, start working dang. on? What did they say? Was it? It wasn't Powerpuff Girls, right? No, because that that was what the kids' clothes were. Yeah, that was. And I remember thinking it wasn't something great. Oh man, what was it? Oh man, I don't remember. Oh man, I think it was. No, it was Avengers again. Oh, you're right. Because it was. Avengers four. It was going to be Avengers, the next Avengers four theme. So yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, I mean, we're probably going to get some really great stuff. Yeah, I w- I would love to buy some stuff from them. I mean, I think it's aimed it's aimed more for younger people, but honestly. Not everything. I don't know when when they were know, showing when they like... were showing their 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 new Star Wars: The Clone Wars line. That that sweater that the that the girl was wearing, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was yeah. like this this like multi lengthed like just like very layered sweater. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it was beautiful. Yeah, so they showed just the typical wear that you could buy in the actual stores. But the best part about this fashion show is showing off the stuff that all the people make all of the different designers get a chance to make some a beautiful couture dress yes for the runway yes the a al- runway the outfits, dress the outfits they design aren't just regular wear they, no, they definitely aren't they're over the top they're over their runway runway yeah. couture dresses and other items like pantsuits like very very awesome that stuff. are themed or to specific characters or to specific fandoms yes so, like, you know, we had all sorts of wonderful ones this year. Oh, but before we got to that part, 
Um, they actually had, like, a Doctor Who for the 13th Doctor. They had her jacket on display at the Her Universe, like, they're they're selling that at Her yes. Universe. Alongside the princess clothing line, they did have a clothing, Doctor Who. The, yeah, for the, new, for the new 13th Doctor. Which is, it's this really beautiful coat. I really like it. Yes, um, a sky blue, mm-hmm. like, rainbow trimmed, just... Which just I think is coat. from the actual show. Yes. So it's just like that, and you can buy it too. Which we we haven't watched that show, the the Thirteenth Doctor or anything, but um, we still think she's cool because she's she is amazing. the first the first woman Doctor. Yes. And uh, Jodie Whittaker is her name, and she walks on stage, and I immediately knew that it was her in this jacket because she's That's got right. her head hooded. Yeah. And she's got her, you know, beautiful blonde hair. And she walks out on stage and does like reveals herself at the end of the stage. Yeah, because the host said like, "Oh, you know, there was there was a model who couldn't make it out in time for the rest of the for the rest of the for the rest of the show the, and yeah, the like clothes, the to clothes, show off the clothes." And, and she's like, so sad. If you could "Please, if you could please like put on some music for her so she can model, like that'd be really great." And then it was the 13th Doctor and the so actress, she yeah. So she like walked down the runway and they like kind of talked to her a little bit talked about like the inspiration for her outfit which yeah she which said, was awesome she was talking which about she said her... she wanted to be yeah. like unisex she wanted to be comfortable mm-hmm. she didn't want to go like running around in some crazy outfit because the doctor is very active they're yes, constantly they're running, running around jumping climbing yeah. like just a ton of stuff so it needed yeah she's needed that like versatility and also she said that the sky blueness was looking up into the sky and the inside of the jacket is like a dark blue like space so she was like I wanted it to be like something about new beginnings, yeah, and like, like being like new and you can go anywhere or something like that with yeah. this jacket, yeah. Which I loved. I loved all this, like the the colors on this thing were just so great. And I loved, I like, really just, like it. just the subtle, like because even her shirt has like a little rainbow, mm-hmm. just like a little rainbow stripe thing. Yeah, and I love it. I love it too. I love her stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then we had the couture uh, dresses that are amazing. I mean. Amazing craftsmanship from all of the people who made the dresses. Just breathtaking. And they're all inspired by some various nerdy things. Yeah, because they get to decide. So they choose something that they that they are passionate about and get to create something that makes them think of this. Yeah, so we had, uh, you know, stuff from, like, Edward Scissorhands and... Howl's Moving Castle, Castle, Star Wars, Black Panther. Alien. Alien. Um, Tangled. Yeah, yeah. Godzilla, space, the the actual space mountain. My favorite was that one. I I, we got to choose which one was our favorite, and my favorite was the space mountain dress. I loved that one too. uh, You could see a lot of these dresses. I filmed a lot of these runway dresses on our um, Insta story because they are really cool. They're super, and if you can find them online somewhere, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, on the Her Universe website, you can see all the pictures of them, and you can probably see the. She said that this year on the website you can actually rewatch the fashion show, I believe. Yeah. She said. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of pictures from this over the years and it's really surprising that we haven't gone to it yet. And I'm I'm sad that we didn't go the past few years, honestly, because it, it was really awesome. Yeah. Like, it was truly And the best part is experience. you don't need a pass you don't need a No, it's open to the public. I mean, it's amazing how many things you don't need a Comic Con pass for like yes. a badge truly i mean countless things it's it's a lot of stuff every year it's getting more and more like that it's not like the badges cost that much or anything but it's just like you could really enjoy all of this stuff in gaslamp that weekend without having a badge truly 
Yeah. So, I mean, I would encourage anybody to go down. The most expensive thing is finding a place to stay. Yeah. Because it's, like, ridiculous how expensive it is. Yeah, they hike up the prices so But much. if you have a friend in San Diego that you can stay with for that weekend, I say go for it because it is so much fun. Or get a hotel in Encinitas or, like, just, yeah. just outside and of drive town. down to the trolley station every day. Which is such a great, it's a great thing to have uh, available Their to us. Their trolleys are amazing. They really are. They're, they, they're so great. Man, San Diego. And, and soon the trolley would be extended even farther out. Yeah, up to uh, my school, UC San Diego, which yeah. is great. Um, so that's super exciting. Yeah, so uh, after the Her Universe fashion show, we just took pictures of a lot of the people. Um, that's right. That was really awesome. And then also, like, we found this... The, oh, they also do, like, a... My favorite part of that was the uh, people could go up and run, go walk on the runway. Yes, while they were counting up the ballots and all the votes and stuff, and the judges were finishing up choosing their winners, they let anyone out in the audience who wanted to walk, go up on walk stage. down the runway. And, the, and we had like a huge a cost, lot of cosplayers. Cost, costume cosplay runway. Yeah. Run. Or just people wearing regular Catwalk. clothes, too. Yeah, that, too. Just if you wanted to go up there mm. and do that, that was so cool. And Emily and I were cursing ourselves for not wearing our um, amazing cosplays for the <gasps> weekend. I know. Because we would have gotten a lot of cheers for it. Yeah, some of the really good ones that we saw was uh, some guy was dressed up as Cusco. Oh, that was definitely a highlight. looked just like Just like, him. like his face looked just like he him. He was Cusco and he and he like strutted just like him and everyone screamed for him. It was amazing. But then another really good one was Edna. There was this little Asian lady that was so tiny and she was wearing an Edna mode hair that looked a lot like her and she was carrying a Jack Jack like stuffed animal or something. Yes. And she looked just like her. I mean it was like she had the glasses, the hair. I mean this lady was tiny already. It was perfect. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Any other ones that were really good? Let me think. I got really excited over a few of them, but I can't quit the Cusco one. The Cusco and the Edna ones were definitely a highlight. And also, there were some little tiny kids, too. That's right. And a dog. Yes. There, there was, was a, dog. a dog. That was really cute. Super cute. Yeah, so... I think so... after that, we just, went, we just went back to the hotel. No, no, we, we, we went, went to dinner with Carlos. <gasps> That's right! And we went to we went and had a beer, which was the best beer I think I've ever had in my life. I think we drank almost every day, except for Sunday. Ah, uh, yeah. We had no, we, I yeah 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 because yeah yeah I drank my wine on Sunday. Well, yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I was driving. I didn't drink, but definitely, um, Carlo. It was really fun meeting up with Carlos. And uh, again, you can find him on the Lost Jedi podcast, but. He actually was there because Thursday night he was in the Comic-Con Film Festival, which I didn't know existed. Yeah, no idea. And apparently he had a short film there and he got free passes for the whole weekend. Yes, the short film that he that he worked on. And then he got chosen to be in the festival. He got chosen to be in the festival, he got passes, and they had like a short little Q&A after his film. So he got to be like on a little panel. Just for this one little film that he made. Super awesome. Which is really cool. Super amazing. I mean, I'm sad we didn't get to see it because we were at the Here Universe fashion show, but... Yeah, and I'm glad we didn't leave. I'm glad we didn't leave either because that was Because that fashion show was amazing. Uh, um, so that was really cool. So then we went to, like, get some food and, you know, then we were exhausted because we'd been awake for so long. Oh, yeah. We went back to the hotel and then we, um... 
woke up again at like, was it four again? I believe so. Yeah. And then we went, Hannah drove us down because she had the parking pass that day. And we woke up and we went in line for the everything. Yes. Everything else. Everything else line. We were attempting, you will see on our Instagram story that we attempted to get, to get, to get in line for some Marvel signings, but that did not happen. You know, I think the everything else line is bullshit, but that's just me. Yeah. You know, whatever. Just, just wait for the, the hall to open. I mean, cause Jesus. It's just messed up, but cause people um, will find their way to get in. first in line. And also we heard later that sometimes people end up on the exhibit floor earlier than others because of yep. some reason. So, There's a lot so, of reasons. You so don't So they know. could have run into the line and kept, cause the second we got there, it was capped. Oh, definitely. But, I mean, there was again, no way. There was yeah. no way. We didn't expect to get in, to be honest. We just no, it was just something we, we wanted to try to do, because it was something we hadn't we hadn't done. We hadn't stood in the everything else line. We hadn't we hadn't waited in line to get into the exhibit hall, and we hadn't we hadn't tried for a signing, because why not? I mean, let's just let's just be clear about the different types of lines we have in the early hours of the morning. Yes. We have the Indigo Ballroom line, which goes to the Hilton. Yes. Which there's a ballroom inside. There's the everything else line, which goes to the floor, ballroom 20, and all the other ballrooms and, and uh, all the other the rooms, the rooms in the convention rooms. center. Yes. And then we have the Hall H line. Yes. Which is another line that people stay out for. So those those three lines. Basically, the everything else line is kind of sh- shitty because it's basically all the people who just want to do everything else other inside than inside the convention. Hall H. Yes. Anything inside the convention center. So... so. Yeah, so that was that was a little exciting, and and we thought that we had a very good spot to because there we there, did there are two there are two lines to get into the exhibit hall. You can get in from the sales pavilion if you know where that is, and then from the the opposite direction. So you can either get in from one end of the exhibit hall or the other end of the exhibit hall. And so we tried for one end. We thought we were close enough in line to hopefully get to. And the we pan- sat there for a good two or three hours or. So yeah, when somebody for, threw up next to us, which was very shitty. Yeah, this little these these lines these lines that they've taped down for for people are very close together. Like you, and you have to sit down. The I I always d- never liked how cramped these lines can get because I I know they're trying to get a huge amount of people in a in a small amount of space as possible, but you have to sit down. You can't stand for three hours straight. So. So yes, a kid next to us was was not looking too good. I might add. I looked over at her a few times, and Did she, you? I didn't she even wasn't. Notice. And then at one point, she was sitting cross-legged with her head in her hands. Oh, she was just like, feeling nauseous, like not looking. Well, then good. after she threw up, she was totally fine. Yeah, she I think she must have just eaten something that didn't go well with her. It, uh, it mean, looked like it was all water and like candy and candy. It looked like it was candy. It looked like cotton candy. Yes, which was really weird to think to throw up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was. I don't know. And it smelled bad. Yeah. And so, so then we this were... other lady gave us some, like, little hand sanitizer to put on our hands so we could smell it instead of seeing, of smelling this. Yes, because if I, if I know that puke is anywhere and I smell it or look at it, I, I then start to heave so that <laughs> I, I couldn't look at it. You did a good that. job not looking and not heaving. Yes. I think it was fine. It's just, it was kind of uncomfortable for us. So then we went into the, to try to get the tickets for, uh... Yeah, we, we got into the, the exhibit Marvel hall signing. fairly quickly, ran straight for the Marvel booth, which was already a madhouse. A when madhouse. It was uh, so many people. Madhouse. I mean, we just got there. It was like exactly at nine in the morning, basically. Well, they, they let us actually let us in they, late. They let us in late, so I think we got there. We, I'm pretty sure we got to the booth within like five minutes. 
It was but, so, but dumb. it was capped. Like the the guy was like, I was trying to like it was so early, and I was I was like delusional. I was trying to like tell this guy what we were trying to find, and he was I was like, Hi, where's the line for? He's like, Merch, go get a sticker from her. She's passing them out. Merch, merch, merch. I'm like, like, we I'm don't like, want I'm merch. Like, no, no, not merch. The the blind for the signings, and yeah. he's like, capped. It's capped. Get out of here. And we're like, Jeez, it was not. That was not cool. That was not pleasant. <laughs> And then we yeah. just didn't have anything else to do, so then we just walked around on the floor for a while. Yeah, which because, I figured out is not my favorite thing to do. It's I not. do not like walking the floor. As it much, is so there's way too many people. As much as I like buying things, it, it's yeah. not it's not a nice place to be. You when know, you're, there's when you're some Comic Con. There's some really cool booths. There like, are honestly, truly, and, and I like to take the time to look at them, but just this, the, <sighs> the countless people and. They're just people crowding around places. Well, I feel like the New York one's going to be really fun. Yeah, I hope I hope the wherever the exhibit hall is, it's better organized so that we can like take take the time to look at everything. Well, I saw only what it looks like in uh, Ted Two because he goes to the oh does he? Yeah, he goes to New York Comic Con in that movie. Okay, yeah, I think like it's going to be really fun and it's going to be like again like a lot of nerdy people. Um. Yeah, but mm. the you know this floor is is a madhouse. Yeah, that, I, I mean, feel, I feel like that's the one thing SDCC hasn't really figured out how to fix. It's just they're too tight together. Everything's too close they, together. They cram so many booths in there, and then just too and they have they have too many activities that are. I mean, they should try and save all like stuff happening at the booth for like offsites. I really think they should try and take stuff out of the exhibit hall and out into gas lamp somewhere. I know, but then, you, but then no you would need room. a badge. I know, I know. At least, it, like, you would need a badge for it. Yes. Because I, then yeah. it would make not everybody. That's true. It needs you to know, stay in the You know, gas lamp is everybody. That's so true. So people Unless, take their families or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying that I dislike it on the whole because I think it's a really fun experience getting to see all this nerdy stuff everywhere and all yeah. this, like, you know, all these really amazing artists that are displaying their art. Like, Hannah got her own personalized drawing of Peggy Carter as Captain America. It took took maybe, like, a half an hour, right? Or 45 half, half minutes. Half an hour to an hour. Yeah. And, and then they colored it in they for her. And drew they drew it. it. And it was just a custom art. A, a custom beautiful art. custom art that somebody made for her. I think it was, like, 65 bucks or something. Yeah. I mean, that is exceptional. I would totally love to do that. That's awesome. And, like, just seeing all the brands that really... Like, beca- like, have these items that just make the geek culture yeah. super awesome. And, and I want to have time to, like, appreciate this stuff and look but at what people have. there's too many people. There's we too many people. do it all. And, like, and if any booths are around any of the big booths, like Warner Brothers or Marvel. Star it's Wars. It's just impossible or... to get around over know, there. It's, it's way too cramped. Like, the Marvel booth, people would just not leave. Like I they, couldn't see anything. You couldn't, yeah. People were just standing around, seeing if there was a signing happening, or trying to get in line for stuff, or try to see what kind of action, like you know, statues or action figures they had, just just in their area. But it was just, it was insane. But the morning wasn't as bad. If if you no, it weren't, was fine. If you weren't in the immediate Marvel, Star Wars. DC area, and you're just on the outskirts. Yeah. It wasn't bad. That was probably the best time. Yeah, it was the best time to go because it was the early morning, and also you got your little Orang Coast Club and, like, uh, manga... And yes, about my very first manga, it's of my favorite anime, Orang High School Host Club. Email us if you also like 
or on High School Hole Club. And I also got some uh, really nice D&D dice, which Emily and I spent a good five minutes looking at all this beautiful dice. They were gorgeous. Yeah, and I got a couple really cute ones. Yeah, and we just walked around, bought some stuff, and then I think... I mean, after that, we just left. After that, we went... And then we went into the downtown and got mimosas. mimosas. Yes, it was about... we went to the Leica thing first. Yes. So we didn't go into the Leica thing because they already had had that at Universal Studios, but we uh, went into the little gift shop, and there was tons of stuff in that gift shop, so Emily bought a bunch of stuff. I bought a... Coraline shirt, which I'm currently wearing as we record this right now. It is very cute. I bought a very nice, very roomy uh, Coraline tote bag. It's yes, very big. That thing is very nice. I used it for the rest of the weekend since I bought it and it was it's perfect. Giant. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous tote and then bag. Then I bought a very nice. It's cor- like her with buttons, the buttons on her eyes, right? Yeah, like half of her face has a button eye on it and she's yeah. like freaking out. She's like screaming. Yeah. It's um, cool. And then I got a very nice Coraline, uh, what's it called? Pin. Oh yeah, just a, a just a pin, enamel pin, enamel pin. Yeah, yes, very, nice. very cute as well. Yeah, so um, then we went to have mimosas. Oh wait, we went to we need to talk about the Con Rangers. Oh, we did visit Con Rangers. Okay, so one of the things we did on the floor, I think it was Thursday actually. No, but it was not Thursday. It was the same day. You're right. Bought, it was it was I Thursday. Kiefer's Camellia beads. Yes. So I had looked online and I and I know and I knew that there was a company there called Con Rangers and I had never heard of them before but they have a booth and basically what they have is little thread embroidered patches that look like merit badges for like Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts uh, that you put on the sashes and they're all Comic Con themed yeah so it's like different achievements and merit badges. For the stuff that you succeed at at Comic Con. For San Diego Comic Con. For San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So you, it was like, got into Hall H, didn't yes. get into Hall H. Got into Ballroom 20, asked a question at a panel, uh-huh. ate an emergency hot dog, which I probably did, but I didn't buy that one. You got the ask a question at a panel one. I did get that one. Uh, kept your phone charged for a whole day, which is very hard to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> do no, it's fine. Uh. Um... And, like, just a ton of other ones, and they come out with ones every year, and I'm excited to get more Con Rangers. I love you. They also had, like, a scavenger hunt situation, which had way too many roles, and we kind of failed at it. Well, yeah, we were taking pictures and figured out we were doing everything wrong, and and then so we lost all the pictures we'd taken, and so we we were like, oh, well, stupid. Yes. I will make sure Next year, or whatever, we do it again, and maybe they haven't met me at Comic-Con. We could do it, but... Once I make my jean jacket, Comic-Con merit badge jacket, I'm a hashtag, I I think I really like that, because it made it seem like it was definitely like you're in the wilderness, and that's a lot of what it feels like. And there are a lot of achievements that you get. Like, when you you get something right at Comic-Con... you do it right, it feels so good, too. And you experience something fantastic, like... It's a great achievement. Yeah, it definitely is because you have to put a lot of effort in. It's not. It's not just like a lot of effort, a lot of planning, a it, lot of waiting, a lot of patience. Uh huh. Yeah, a lot of it, willpower. We go, we go real hard, you know. I mean, this year we didn't go as hard. No, but you could say that we did because we, you know, woke up at three or four every morning and still did a whole bunch of stuff. Like it's not like we sat around and did nothing. We still went around and did a ton of but, things. But I mean, it's like to the average person for us. We had a really lax, we had a really chill weekend. We still woke up every day at three or four in the morning. It was, it wasn't just like, so would you we call were that rest- lax? 
I mean, you no, like, you no. probably wouldn't call that relaxed no. because, but for us, it was like, oh, we're just going to go get in line. We're going to go get the five o'clock train. You it know? was lax because we got more than two hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it was, we, we got, we four, got hours. Like four hours. We got four hours of like sleep. Like every night. Every night. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, the, we tried to catch up at the end because I think it really caught up to me at, at one point. Yeah. I, I passed after the heck I mean, out. We'll get to it. Yesterday. But, um, so... What else did we do on Friday? Um, we went and had a midday mimosas. Which were great, but then which I got were us delicious. tired. I was so tired <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> we had two of them because we got there and we had like this these really good steak like steak fries. Yeah, really good. Like fr- a flame mignon. It was like delicious. Was so good. And we split it. And then we also had a, a couple mimosas. And the lady brings over the check. She she said that they were already done with their bottom list. So we're like, all right, we'll just have one then. We'll because, one. you know, we're like, you know, they'll probably be like 12 to 15 bucks. And they were pretty strong. They, yeah, they were good. We get, um, we get them. We get the check, and it, it turned out that they were only six. Six so dollars. We're like, so we're like, um... We're gonna have another couple... Another mimosas, please! <laughs> <laughs> so, that was pretty nice, because they were only six dollars. I was telling her, I was like, they're gonna be like twelve dollars each. You know, mimosas are really expensive. And this place was really expensive, too. Yeah, the place was pricey, but no, the mimosas were only six dollars. <laughs> I was very shocked about that. Ooh, sorry. Ooh. Um, but yeah, so really good, but then super tired, and then we got in line for the good place. The good place, which was like an hour and a half. Yeah. Not so long. Which, you know, it, it just felt long, because I think, because we were just so tired. It also was, like, kind of overcast as well. Yeah, it was... It which was, was nice, because we, the sun wasn't hitting us. overcast hot. It, it was overcast and, like, humid. Yeah. At that point of the day, and then yeah. the sun came out after. Yeah. But, so we were standing in line, we stood in line for the good place, Hannah joined us at the very last second... Yep. So she hardly had to wait. Nope, she didn't have to wait. <laughs> and uh, That's okay. That's how Comic-Con works. And then we went in the good place, and it was just, like, this fun little experience that you basically, like, pretended like you had died, and then you, you wake up, and then it's the welcome, everything is fine. Just like the show. And then people interact with you like actors do. And I thought yeah. that was pretty cool, especially since we didn't have to wait that long. <laughs> like, we say, we say we only had to wait for an hour and a half. That's not that long. That's nothing. It's nothing. That's nothing. Um, so that was cool. And then uh, after that, we went in line for uh, Hall H. Yes, yeah, so we were trying to get in line. We were trying to get into Hall H in time for the for Sony the... panel. Yeah. That's what yes, we want. For the Sony, yeah. But we were several hours earlier than that, so we got a bunch of stuff before then. Yeah, we timed it right. We got we got a line about three hours prior to the panel. And we Carlos got... and his friend Jan joined us, which was really great. Yeah, super awesome, because they, because, you know, since they were done with all the movie stuff, they were just trying to... They were just having trying, fun. Yeah, having fun complete, at Comic-Con. Complete newbies. They would do nothing with, uh, with, with quickness. Nope. Nope. I would say, nope. come, we're, we're in line, you gotta come join us. And then yeah, the, yeah. he would take, like, a, an hour. And I'd be like, dude, you gotta come bit, quicker. A bit of advice. Everything is urgent. If a friend of yours <laughs> is telling you that they are in line somewhere, go find them immediately. Like, you don't know how don't, fast this line is going. You do not hesitate. Going. You don't try and do something else before, because, yeah, the haulage line was moving rather quickly. It was. Because um, it was a really chill day and no one was going into Hall H. It was. Friday, I feel like, was the most chill day. Uh, so then we got into Hall H and we did the, uh, what was first? The Halloween? No. The... The... Oh, that uh, Halloween. No, 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 no. Hall- Halloween Glass. Glass. Oh, Halloween and Glass. Yeah, so Glass was first, I believe, which is the M. Light Shyamalan film that looked all right, I guess. So, yeah, but we did so get to see Bruce Willis and, like, Samuel L. Jackson and Sarah Paulson, which was really cool. And not James McAvoy! Which was, was so sad. Was and, oh, sad. Emily and I almost went to, the, instead of the Roddenberry Presents, we almost went to this TV show called Discovery of Witches because we thought that 
Matthew Good, um, would, Matthew be Good would be there. And because he was supposed be to be there. He was. And we were like, there's no point going to this thing if Matthew Good's not there. The original the original description had listed Matthew Good, but then mm-hmm. but then I was reading on Twitter it that, did. you know, it was just gonna be a panel of witches. Yeah, so it was just the girls. So only the witches. Which is fine. But honestly, like we were like, this is not worth it. We love Matthew Good and we would have definitely gone and waited in that panel. I love him so much. For Matthew honestly, Good. He is so great. I I'm so sad that we didn't get to see him that you didn't come. And same thing with James McAvoy, even though we didn't realize we were even going to get into that. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah, I had no idea what Glass was even going to be about. Um, I actually had no idea that you know a, a lot of the M Night Shyamalan movies are even they coincide with each other. Somehow, apparently they're in the same universe. Or apparently something. so. I don't understand how that works, but anyways. Yeah. So Bruce Willis. I really Samuel have Jackson, not seen like hardly and, any M Night Shyamalan movies. No. I think the only one I've actually ever seen, like the whole thing, was The Happening. Really? Yeah. He did uh, Avatar, right? Yes. Oh, I, he, I also saw that one. That's, that's right. That's the only that's one the I've only seen. Other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only one I've seen. Well, um, I forgot that he I did that. I actually do want to see Split because I've heard it. It's really interesting. Yeah, I heard that was good too. Yeah. But still, like... I don't I don't know about the one that, that Bruce Willis is originally in. Oh, Sixth Sense? Oh, but that's not the Sixth no, Sense. No. It's another one that yeah, he's in. Yeah, he's right, a different right. character in this one. The Sixth Sense is what pushed M. Night Shyamalan on the map. It was pretty cool getting to see him, though, because he's got, like, a pretty good, you know, reputation. Yeah. Bruce, super awesome. Bruce and, and like, and, Samuel L. Jackson again. And Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. And Sarah Paulson, which is really cool. Yeah. I do want to watch Sixth Sense, too. Six. Yeah, that's probably Six. a good movie. Six. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always hear stuff about it. Of course. It's, I, it's I iconic. Like, I feel like I should watch it. Yeah, he's this kid who says, I see dead people. Yeah. So, anyways. We'll talk about it. We saw that, and then, like, oh, also Anya Taylor-Joy's in that movie, and it was cool getting to see her, too. She's in that Thoroughbreds movie with Anton. Mm. And Olivia Cook. Uh, we didn't we didn't see that, but apparently it was good. Was it? Yeah. I want to see it. I know. We should we should see it. Yeah. We should We should talk because about that, it. Because that's officially, like, Anton's last thing, right? It is. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, so we should definitely Yeah, that definitely and that and the last season, I believe, of... Troll hunters. Troll hunters. I think those are the last things he was working on. So uh, I need to watch Troll Hunters. <clears throat> so, anyways, the uh, after that there was Halloween, which was a great panel. Honestly, I mean, I I love the first Halloween. I haven't seen any of the other movies, but um, it, it was it was almost a little like disappointing hearing that there were like there are eight movies. Oh, there's a ton of there's there a ton of them. eight. I know, but this I, one is I, the I only one with. Um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis said it. Jamie Lee Curtis is only in, is only not in two of them. Yeah. Really? Yes. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. My, my coworker and I today, she's in other ones? She is. Oh, I thought she was just in the she, first she's one. She's only not in two of them. Oh my God. In two of the eight. Well, apparently this takes place 40 years after the beginning. I would have been much more excited if they had just kept the first Halloween as the first Halloween and then had the 40 years later one. Of course, Emily, but they gotta make money. <sighs> Anyways, so it looked great, actually. The trailer looked really scary it and did. good. Like, and I we almost... got to see a bunch of clips of it, too, and it looked awesome. I almost kind of want to see it. Even I mean, though even I don't though, go see movies even like that. Even though I'm scared. I'm scared of everything. Out of my wits. I can't I can't see scary movies. They I don't me. like scary movies, but... I, I don't mind them. I just can't go see them in theaters. I just don't like them in general. They make me really afraid. Yeah, they're scary. Like, <laughs> I know that's kind of like stupid nightmares. to say. But yeah, like, I, I, I won't stop being afraid after I see the movie. Yeah. It, like, sticks with me. It's like, scary. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fan. No. But, like... It's 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 not a fun time. It's not fun. It's not me. a fun time to be scared. I mean, I, I just think about them all the time, and there's some really creepy things that happen in them. Like, yeah. 
that that just twist your brain around like scary. I don't, I don't know. I just I don't like scary imagery very much. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with bodies and flesh and things like that. And children. Like, oh my god. I saw this one movie that was like about these women in the in this cave and they couldn't get out of the cave. Oh god. And then there was like all these really scary slimy creatures and they killed them all. They basically like attacked them. I mean oh. can you imagine the fucking imagery I had to deal with that? Like it's like scary faces with their mouths really wide open oh. and all slimy and yeah. shit like that. I can't yeah. even handle that shit. That's too scary. It's I think it's called the descent. Ugh. Oh, I could not handle that movie. I don't, I can I I don't know how I I don't know how anybody can can go their lives like because <laughs> the first Halloween is really good. It's it's scary, but it's also like a classic. I enjoyed it. We watched it. With, I watched it with my sisters on Halloween one year. It's a good. It's and a good movie. It was, it was really good. It yeah. was scary. It was kind of funny. It's, it was, you know, you yeah. watch it. You know what else is really good is Scream. You got to watch Scream. Okay. That movie is really good. Yeah, okay. And it's a, it's a meta film, too. Oh. It's That's why it makes it extra good. Because okay. it basically is making fun of itself. I love it. I've been it. hearing some good things about Hereditary. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I read the reviews of those and stuff and, and everything, and uh, apparently it's pretty frightening. Oh, God. I just... It's uh, the worst part. You know, I also saw The Babadook, and that was also kind of scary. But I, not I, super scary. I heard scary. The Babadook was, was, was good, too. I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, I think you should watch it. I will watch a scary movie if it gets critical acclaim. <laughs> okay, exactly. Like the Babadook. Because, you like know. Like Get Out, obviously, nominated for an Oscar. If the movie's good, it deserves to be watched. But Get Out's not fright. Get Out is not scary. Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's not. That's not the. It wasn't. It's scary socially. Like, it's a social thriller. It it was a bit. It was suspenseful. It's very suspenseful. Yes. You, you, yes. But it's, yes. It's, a, it's a different kind of scary. That's, that's a scary that I like. Yeah, you know, I I kind of I kind of like I like tasteful gore. Yeah, I watched this other movie called also like uh, just kind of creepy and quirky. As above, so below. That that one was also really frightening. Was it? Yeah, it had that girl who played Lydia in uh, Lost in Austin. In it, and she was she great like. in this movie. Really, and basically they go into the catacombs of Paris, and as they basically are above the catacombs of Paris and then they go to hell and it's everything's the opposite. Ooh. And everything's on the opposite side of the room or whatever. Ooh. And it's like satanic and shit. Ooh. And then they, they all get pulled into hell. Yeah. Except for like two people who escape the other side and are in, in Paris again. Oh, goodness. But it's like they've been flipped upside down. Oh, man. So it's it's kind of a neat concept but it's also really frightening because they're also underground yeah. and in the catacombs and there's actually real catacombs of Paris. Oh, goodness. So you, could, you could take a tour of them. Ooh. I know. Would no. you be interested in doing that? No. You don't want to do that? No. When we go to Paris? No. No? I think it would be fun. <sighs> I, I think I might have to tell myself not to freak out every second I'm downstairs, like down underneath the catacombs. I would much rather watch, uh, I'd much rather watch, uh, the, the ghoul, ghoul guys, the ghoul guys do it on BuzzFeed. Oh, yeah. The BuzzFeed Unsolved guys? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I don't know if they have the budget to go to Paris, France and do that. They went but... to London. Okay. And did it, and did the catacombs in London. Oh, all right, then. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people buried in London. Yeah. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Lots of spirits. Lots of spirits there. Lots of spirits to look at, mm -hmm. to, to try and have them talk to you. Yeah. Anyway, so we had, we were, that was Friday, we went in a hall age after... After we saw Jamie Lee Curtis, who was great, Jamie, by the way, that wait. lady was fucking on Amazing. the platform, like, standing Amazing. on her, her soapbox the entire time, yes. just talking to us about, like, standing up for women's rights, 
and being a badass and just like, you know, fighting PTSD and giving people the support they need. Yeah, yeah. For these, all that. For these horrible random acts of violence uh-huh, that are just which happen all the time. Happen all the time and people get scarred for life and they need support. And so she was she, she was, was just going advocating off. for that and it was great. She was Fantastic. Do you know what I was saying was the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis's father is Tony Curtis, who filmed Sun Like It Hot on Coronado, which we can see from the convention center. I mean, I think that is really awesome. Fantastic movie. We need to talk about Sun Like It Hot on at some point. We love that. I love that movie. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Okay, and then after the Halloween glass panel, we had Bumblebee. Yeah, which was cool, because we realized that it was directed by the same director of Coraline and I Actually, watching the, watching the trailer, I didn't think it looked as horrible as the other It doesn't look movie. that bad, because it's kind of got this, it, like... It looked campy. It's a period drama, it so a, it's campy. It looked a little campy. It is still very Like, a little campy. cheesy, but yeah. it looked different from the other Transformers movies, which I thought was very interesting and I thought it was a very interesting route which then which then there we both didn't know but yes the director of Kubo and the Two Strings guy who works really closely with Laika and, yeah. and other stop motion animation he actually is, like made Laika like he's like the yeah the person who invented like the whole company so like you know you gotta give this guy credence that's really awesome and we didn't know this about Bumblebee and yeah. that kind of gave it a lot of you know it gave it some merit yeah, he's great with like mentally like storyboarding everything, and he's a really great storyteller. So I yeah, I think, I think the movie could end up being very cute. I think I'm gonna give it at least a chance because of that. I think I'm gonna go watch it. You know, that's what I, I really care cute. about, and it, he clearly cares so much about it. Like he was really in it. Yeah, he he talked about how he grew up like really loving Transformers. I don't love Transformers that much at all. So I can know. appreciate the first movie. I guess it's maybe fine. maybe the second one. But that's where I stop. Yeah. That's where I stop. I have I have an appreciation for Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. And uh, there's this one other guy that I like. He has a lot of guns. Starscream? No. Was that him? Yeah. Is, does Starscream have all the guns and machine guns I, and stuff? I think so. And he's really funny? Yeah. Yeah. I also liked uh, the really old guy in the second movie. I don't remember him Like, the yet. really... Like, he had, like... His beard was, like, made of like, just long strings of metal, and he would just, like, move his beard around, and he was really sassy. So I, I like that Transformer, too. I don't know, I don't remember what his name was. Yeah, but, like, those movies, I mean, they're made to make movies, to make money. There's yeah. no other reason. This one even has John Cena in it. Why else the hell would you cast John Cena if it's not to make money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I would have to say, I really love John Cena. He's been growing on me for, like, the past, I don't know, five years or so. I just saw him in Blockers, and... You know, you'd think the way that they advertise that movie, you'd think it would be really stupid, like a stupid comedy, but it was great. I mean, it actually was very sex positive. All of the the young girls were amazing. There's like a lesbian in it. Like it's it's legitimately and it's directed by a woman. It's actually a really good movie. Yeah. I I would encourage you to watch it because it was funny and it was it was really sex positive and it was it was great. I loved it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah, you, d- you definitely should. I really liked it. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was really cool getting to see John Cena. Everybody was asking him questions on the panel, which I would go up and ask Haley questions like, "So, what's it like being a pop star after you've been nominated for an Oscar?" Yeah, because I do not like that she's a pop star now. But again, I still like Haley. She seems pretty cool. 
Yeah, I'd like to be friends with her. She she seems she seems pretty okay, and I really liked her in True Grit. Mm-hmm. And she she showed that we she's, loved her. That in she's True got Grit. some talent. Yeah, she's she's really great in that movie. Um, another highlight of the weekend, I might add, was also in the Bumblebee panel. What happened? You know what happened? Okay, so before the Bumblebee panel actually starts and oh, everyone comes about, out, we didn't talk about what happened in the Halloween panel. Anyways, continue. What? Oh, the the question, the story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we gotta, we, gotta tell, we gotta bring that up. Uh, uh, okay. Do you say what you're you going to do it? Okay. No, just... Okay. I'll, you hyped this one up a lot, so... Well, I did. Now it's gone, but... Okay. So, before the Bumblebee panel actually started, um, they had been, like, during the break, they were, like, smoking up the room with, like, uh, with, like, fog. And I was like, what are they doing? And finally, when it starts, this, like, 80s music starts playing and oh. and they start like putting lasers out oh, yeah. into the into the hall and they have like a live this, singer the, uh, yeah a live singer comes With out a guitar god what's his name <laughs> i got to find him well, it took like a whole 2 minutes for me to figure out that there was a live person on stage yeah but, yeah cuz we were so far back you couldn't see him we were really far back um but it yeah the, the but it sounded live i was like why does it sound so like weird and then they had like a screen come uh, they had stuff playing on the screen like uh just some, uh, like just some snippets from the movie, like the trailer, yeah, it was like, like just some, just like a little music video. It was type like of a thing. little music video that was kind of like an '80s music video. So it got like all these lasers and like and just very like '80s poppy music, '80s pop music with this guy singing, and, you know. And mm-hmm. Emily noticed that this. She goes. It's so funny. She she turns to me. She goes, "This sounds a lot like Glow," <laughs> you know, because she's, yes. she's watching Glow, which takes place in the eighties. Yeah, right? I had just or finished the seventies. I had just eighties, and 80s. I had okay. I had just finished Glow before going to Comic Con. And where's the music? You're gonna have to look this up on Google, Emily. Really? Yeah. Uh, he won't be listed as the music guy on the. On this the, is the cast. On okay. The Iron- that's not series right. music by Craig. Yep, that's, that's him. Right. Is that no? Right? No, his his last name was like Bush. Oh. Right. Remember? Yeah. Look it up, dude. Um. So, anyways, they're doing this, and Emily turns to me and she goes, "Yeah, this feels like the music from Glow." And as soon as they get on stage, they go, "That's the guy. He makes gl- the music from Glow." And Emily turned to me, <laughs> and she goes, "What did you say?" I honest, Stan Bush, Stan, Stan Bush. Bush. Okay, dare. Maybe you should play a little bit. Dare of this audio for us. Glow soundtrack, so you can hear what this sounds like. Because is this it's it? Great. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Okay, let's. Okay, let's see what it is. Yeah, so like yeah. very, very eighties, very like. Yeah, so it was like that. But so for Bumblebee. So very poppy and like eighties, uh, because the Transformers was like originally like the, the sh- animated show I believe was in the eighties. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So and definitely like. And so the second, so I, yeah, so the second the music's done and the guy leaves, and after I'm like, you know, this reminds me a lot of Glow. Um, the moderator comes out and goes like, "Did you like that live performance from Stan Bush? Does it sound familiar? He, you can hear his music on the show Glow." And I, and I, she I'm, turned, I'm, I'm gonna back I up mean, for this. Emily, and I, I, I like hit Alessandra a little bit, and I went, "What?" <laughs> like, yeah, like, that's what I did. Emily freaked out so hard, like it was the most. I think I. There's only been a couple other times, like when when the Defenders were gonna they were gonna show us the Defenders, 
That we also freaked out at last year. But because we but, were only freaking out because we needed to leave. Like, we needed to that, not be there anymore. That was the most hilarious thing I think that's ever happened to us. Oh. But anyways, um, yeah, that was really great. <laughs> and it was, and, it was, and I just, I just said it so loud and abrupt yeah. that I scared myself. Yeah, yeah. And, and Alessandra was like laughing at me, and she was like, "Emily, calm the hell down." It was down. very funny. I was, I love Glow. I was so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I thought that you reacted very appropriately because you had just said that you were. You th- just sounded like the guy from Glow. Yeah, cause yeah, which is why it was so fucking great. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so that that has already made the Bumblebee panel like way better. Yeah, but okay, I'm gonna go back to the Halloween panel because we yes. heard this very emotional story that actually made me start crying. Which yes, I almost started crying several times this weekend from many different people actually, and very you know, many panels. These, these shows and movies are very near and dear to people, yes. and, and they help them through their lives. Yes, they do. That's why we love this so much. You yes, know? like all these things like help people in, in more ways than one. It's not just entertainment. It is like no, these yeah. people's like motivation and their passion. I and think it, it is for me too. You yes, know? like we all feel this as big fans, and this was a, a lot big of creative deal. inspiration and just and life love life and, motivations in general just yeah. come from these things that we watch and enjoy, and it's just beautiful. And they help it's you wake beautiful. up in the morning. You know, they some, do. some people just don't have that and to, to be like in love with things it really makes you feel better about yourself and your world yeah. so this happened with the halloween panel of all things of all things this guy comes up and says this um it, it, was, it was a questioner so someone had lined up to ask a question he goes up and says the, the first halloween saved my life you know back in 1983 or whatever this movie was released yeah and he said that when he was a kid, he saw the movie, and then at one point, an intruder entered his house with a knife. Had had cut the phone lines. And wanted to come in and, I guess, do harm. A random act of violence. And this kid said to himself, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm going to go screaming down the street and leave the house just like Lori did in Halloween. Yes. He had seen the movie, because that's what Lori does in Halloween. She fights for herself, yeah. and she runs down the street yeah, and gets the, the attention of the neighbors. Yes. And that's what, exactly what this kid did, and he had grabbed, like, some knitting needles from the trash can that his dog chewed up, and he ran out the door, and he screamed, and he saved his own life. Yeah, I mean, he, he might have gotten he might have gotten hurt or killed if this man had come into his house. And this guy had was, was explaining this and starting to cry, and then Jamie Lee Curtis came down and gave him a hug, like, and he like cried on his her. Cheeks. And then they took a picture together, and it was so sweet. And she like caressed his face. I mean, telling him like, that he was very strong and stuff. I bet. And then just it was so emotional, which I thought was only fitting because she was just so die hard. Like random acts of violence are terrible. Like yeah, people need support. That's the scariest part like, about this, this stuff. Random acts of violence are the scariest thing possible because they're just completely spontaneous and out of nowhere and you have no idea when they will happen. Yeah, so... When and where they will happen. So it was really cool that that she did that and, th- and then she came down and gave him a hug and I was like really trying not to cry. It, yeah. it took a lot of my effort. I, I, I just... I get emotional with that kind of stuff, you know... Especially when people start crying, I need to. I'll start crying. Yeah, it was it was a really awesome experience, and Jamie Lee Curtis is just an amazing person. I love her so much, and oh my God. and I'm glad that guy is still alive today because of because of a movie. Yeah, which is cool. 
Super awesome. So then after Bumblebee was... Was this, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, that was really cool, too. It was amazing. Oh, because we, we got to see... We got to see, like, an extended trailer. Uh-huh. Which, 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 which wasn't even finished. So cool. Yes, the animation is amazing. Oh, man. It was so awesome. So basically, they've got, like, this 3D animation, but the, with kind of a flat art style, exactly like you would see in a comic book. Yes. And they have, like, all this comic book, like, uh, little, like... Uh, what are they floating boxes with the words in them mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. uh, the word boxes and mm-hmm. they're like you know they come around and it looks exactly like a comic book and it's really snappy editing and stuff so we got to see like Jake Johnson and uh, uh, let, let me let me pull it up yeah let's just pull up this this cast because Shamik Moore is also in it it was really yes. cool it's exciting and, to see and him. Haley Steinfeld again yeah and we were really excited to see Shamik Moore because he is in um, Dope which I really like that movie a lot and also in um, The Get Down yes which is another big one so we love The Get Down it was super awesome seeing him and this cast looks just amazing and the people making it just seem to love it and put like all this love and I mean there's so many people in this movie that didn't even come to this panel like Look at Lily this. Lily Tomlin is Aunt May. And Liev Schreiber is the kingpin. John and Mulaney. John Mulaney's this little spider ham and, like, Shameik Moore. I mean, I'm so stoked for Shameik Moore. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. My goodness. I mean, and Shameik Moore said that he had written in a notebook when he was doing dope with his friends. Yeah. That he wanted to be Miles Morales. Yeah. He said, I am Miles Morales. And then he, like, is, is Miles Morales. He movie. is. He is now. He Which is really cool. is... Miles. Yeah. And this this movie looks super Marshall exciting. Lee's in it. Yes. I love this. Aaron Davis. I'm already, what, what you know, you Aaron saw the trailer Davis. for this and you had mentioned it on another podcast, I think, because it is cool. Yeah, this animation looks amazing. This animation is really awesome. This and is this, like something very different. And this like sneak peek, like extended trailer that we saw was super awesome. Like they didn't even finish animating it yet. They are just like, to, they're like, just work with us. And just see, just see how it looks. It's it's coming along great, and it looks awesome. So then after that, then we had the Venom panel. Yes. Then, so we were yeah. waiting. That's what we wanted to see because Tom Hardy is going to be there. We love Tom Hardy. You know, I was really upset that uh, what's her name wasn't there. Uh, the actress. Uh, his his ex girlfriend. The girlfriend in the in the movie. Um, yeah. Um, the, the wife. And the, the he wife. said it was his wife, right? His his like ex his like ex girlfriend. Well, they, they weren't together. They well, he said that they eventually become husband and wife. That's what he said. Oh, do they? Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. Tom Hardy couldn't have been cuter. Oh, he was like so nervous. Oh, it he was. was his, I think it was his so first con. Cute. I yes, it was, his... it was. And he was a. <gasps> he just was talking too much, and he was just like really into it. I mean, honestly, that was so cute. He was sitting next to Riz Ahmed and the director. And, oh, God, I just... We got to see another trailer. I'm so stoked that we got to see him because I love him so much. Like, he's, it was so awesome to get to see he's him. He's truly one of the great actors of today. I know. He really is. He's, he's so great. so amazing. I cannot wait for he's him to so, get an Oscar. Oh, God. He's so It's going to happen at it's some gonna point. It's going to happen. It's gonna, he's too amazing. He's go, it's going to have to happen. I just... I'm such a big fan of his. I also love that he, you know... He has a, a a son or whatever with his wife or girlfriend from Wuthering Heights. Yeah, uh, Catherine. Um, what's her last name? Catherine. Oh. But they've been together for a long time. 
Charlotte Riley. Excuse me, Charlotte Riley, and she is also great. Remember, she was in uh, World Without End or whatever. Yes, she's great in that. Yeah, I. Ugh, this lady needs more acting. I don't know why she's not in any bigger things. I know, like do another period piece. Maybe man. she's. You know, maybe she's just like being busy being a mom. She just doesn't need to do it. Maybe you know. But Venom looks super cool. It does look cool. I'm super excited. I mean, I'm not, like, excited about this movie that much, but honestly, I'm just, like, super stoked that we got to see. I'm, ex- uh, I'm extremely excited. Um, so, yeah, they were just talking up everybody in the cast. It was really cool to see Resumed, too, whose hair is blonde for some reason right now. Probably for a role or something. Yeah, I wonder why. Bodhi! He's, he's cool. I love him. I always just remember him as Bodhi. Uh, he's a great actor. <laughs> yeah, Bodhi from I'm excited Rogue for him One. to be in more stuff. He's in The Night Of. We gotta watch that. The Night of... It's a mini-series on HBO. Okay. Yeah, nominated. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Sounds um, good. So that was... Uh, we went to Hall H, and then what, what did we do after that? I think we just... I think we just... Did we go home? Yeah. Yeah. Did we go get food? No. Um... No, because I eat my sandwich. Every day, Emily and I had mortadella and provolone sandwiches. Which is one of my favorite things to eat. Uh, yeah. Mortadella is one of the best lunch meats in the whole world. Mortadella is the yeah, lunch meat. Yeah, it's the lunch meat. It's the lunch meat. If you haven't had it, you have to eat it. So then, didn't we, like, <laughs> do we didn't eat dinner? We just went home? Well, because we didn't go with a sci-fi thing. No. We, we just... Yeah, I think we just we went just back because we were really tired. Yeah, it was a long day. So then we had Saturday. We had we had mimosas. We had midday mimosas. Saturday was Indigo Ballroom Day. Yes, first time going into Indigo we Ballroom. We woke up at 3 a.m. Yes. On Saturday morning. I think we woke up at like 3.38. I think we which, were a little late. Which was definitely a record. A Comic-Con record. Of how early we, we've woken up before? Yes. Yeah, I, I think I'd say so. I think I'd say so. Because that is, like, fucking ridiculous. I'm I'm pretty... I always wake up... I give myself more time than you do because you like to sleep in. I'm pretty sure I've woken up at, like, 3.30 before because we would usually leave by, like, 4.30. I would like to try to give myself an hour. Okay. Try well, get everything you're done. the one who needs to get ready like that, but honestly, I... Yep, I don't know why. That's just... I, I like to have time. Um, And so we went in. We basically... Went straight for the Indigo Ballroom, got in line behind everyone else, and went to sleep for, like, two hours. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. We just, we slept out. I took a really nice nap. We slept out in the marina with everyone. Along, on the, on the sidewalk. My arm fell asleep a few times, so I kept waking up. Oh, I, I had a really good dream, too. Did you? I, I dreamt, too. This lady farted in my face. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, that that wasn't cool. Man. (laughs) But, you know, it was really nice, actually, because it was kind of cold. Yeah, so I, I had it was a like cold overcast morning. It was, and I had like it was a breezy. I had a sweater on, so I was pretty cozy. Yeah, didn't um, really comfy outfit on that day. Yeah, and we just spent the whole day in Indigo Ballroom, which started with um, Steven Universe. Steven Universe, which was also kind of emotional because a lot of people would go up and be like, "Steven is really it's, important to me and stuff." Yeah, and Steven Universe. I don't hits, even watch hits, that show, but hits it's a lot great. of people in a lot of different ways. Yeah. I I purely just enjoy it because I feel like it's a very different show right now. The story is really great and very, very complex. I didn't think it. I didn't think the story would go the way it did, and I really enjoy the show, and I love the characters a lot. The animation's they, really great. And it's really cute. It was really and awesome the seeing awesome. The, the creator of it too, because yeah. they seem so cool. They, they seem like such a great, like, little happy family, and they all seem, like, super cool, and I just, like, love all of them. It's a really great show. I really enjoy it. Um, why don't you get the rest of it up, up on Hulu? 
Hulu, so I could watch the third season. I was I was behind when we went and saw the panel, but that was fine. Yeah, um, so we it saw that, and then we also saw The Good Place. Yes, very exciting. Which was awesome, because mm-hmm. I love that show. And uh, so great to just kind of talk to the cast, especially like Ted Danson and, um, you know, uh, Kristen Bell. And they're just all so wonderful. And the guy who was played Sean moderated it, so that was really cool. And I, I was, we got some really great seats for this too, because yeah. we we waited since you know three in the morning. I mean, that's well four. We got there at four. We got there by four. And the and fact know, we that we waited that early, we we honestly had amazing seats. Yeah. And then the uh, we wait we did that, and then after that there was a couple filler stuff, which was like. Like, uh... Krypton. Krypton, which I went to the bathroom Krypton, this new show that's coming out called Manifest, which is basically like... Oh, that's Which is kind of like a lost show. You know, it was kind of cool because we got to actually watch the very first episode of the show, which killed a lot of time, to be honest, which was kind of nice because it's like an ABC easy to get down show. And it's not like it wasn't interesting. It was was, was interesting, but you know, this because it's like a freaking ABC, like, network television show, so it's not like it's... Sci-fi, like, weird, like, mystery. It's just easy to get down, it's easy to watch yeah there's there's nothing too like off about it it's just kind of like a bland show yeah i probably won't everybody's like white you know it's just like it it because it just i'm not gonna watch it it just looked like another lost which i'm not really it's like lost if they didn't get lost you know i thought it was fun and everything i just thought that the pacing was weird i was a little interested in where they were going to take with it because it looks sure there's a mystery and they have like some faith in there and they have like like, people are hearing their own voices in their head telling them to do stuff and ends up helping people um but but when they go to like investigate the plane it blows blows up up. like like the like whatever happened to them doesn't want people to know about it or something i'm i'm not sure i'm not a you know it's just a mystery show it was definitely interesting it was a mystery but i'm not interested and then we watched legacies which is the third installment. I went to the third, bathroom during this one. The third spinoff of Vampire, Vampire Diaries, Diaries and then the which originals. Which looks not great. And, and the creators... I, pro- I probably would have watched this back when we were in high school. This panel was way too long, honestly. This lady. This... The late the Julie. Lady, the showrunner of this of this show. Th- this lady. She's just... She's just a teen girl, like, in a... Yeah, in, a, in, in a, a... In a 50-year-old's body. Yeah, 100%. Like, she... She, she definitely she loves is. vampires. She loves werewolves. She obviously gets off on it. Yeah, like she you can. <laughs> <laughs> she clearly is is like that. Yeah, she fangirls over shit like that, and she she like loves the stuff that she's created. And you know, and sure, and, okay. and, and we used to watch Vampire Diaries back in high school, but you know, we 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 grew out of it. You know what she said was, "I planned out the very first season to be day by day, whatever exactly the timeline is perfect." And then the rest of the seasons weren't like that because no one fucking cares. And then I thought to myself, well, sure, like, I guess. But when we were watching it, we thought to ourselves, this is great. This is fun. The, and the then first, everything the went first, off the rails. The first season was good until everything went off the rails. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't great <sighs> because we were also teenage girls when we watched it. We were it. just in high school lusting over Steven and Damon and uh, You know, and they're, they're hot or whatever. But they're like, hot. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's perfect for the high school generation. Which, I, I think which, we just you know, have like a different view of that these days. Like I feel like we don't lust over people like that anymore. Well, and we also just like 
a show that that's not just hunks in it. We want like a good story. That's we true. Want, we I don't want good content. I we don't want love good a screenplay. Hunk. Just because somebody's hot doesn't mean that they're gonna be like attractive to me. No, because the show also needs to be good. The hunk needs to be a good actor. This the, is just in general. The story needs to be a good, fulfilling. Well written story. I mean, if you if you look at the people that we're obsessed with, these are the people that I'm obsessed with. I mean, like the men, especially. You've got like possibly Army Hammer, who's like a god amongst men, right? Mm-hmm. And he's he's doing some good stuff. And he's a good actor. He's he's doing some good stuff. Yeah. Then you've got like you know Benedict, amazing. Yeah, I love him. I mean, most people will probably say, oh, he looks weird, but I think Benny is. I I love him. Benny is a very attractive man, and he's a fantastic actor. And so then he's just. He's just, he's just a quadruple, quadruple threat. And then you've got, like, the oddball in there. Like, I'm obsessed with Timothy Chalamet. I mean, there's just something weird that I just don't know why I love this kid so much. I can't even put my finger on it. I think he's fantastic. And I don't even think it's because I think he's really hot. I think it's just he's an amazing actor. He's a truly fantastic And I actor. just, like, I'm obsessed with him. Like, he's it's totally... not necessarily, like, I just, you know, it's, it, it's just got this, like, I just really think he's fantastic. And he's showing a lot of potential in the movies that he's choosing, and he's just really showing his range. Yeah. He's just truly, he's truly, uh, he's, he's doing good. He's, he's just, just going places. Yeah, there's just something about him that just makes me want to keep watching him, you yeah. know? So... There's just a lot of that, obviously, which is more, like, voyeuristic instead of, like, lusting, you know? Yeah, so, so it was a little weird seeing that panel because, you know, it's just it's the like show... It's, like, a lot of lusty kind of people, and you don't and really, show, like, care about the it The show just doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. No, like, I mean, I understand that people really enjoy those storylines and those characters and whatever, but, you know, the, the to me, the three, the three spinoffs... Which which the lady wants to turn it into a trilogy, like not not a spinoff. She wants it to be a, a whole cohesive story. It just it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. Yeah. So, anyways, there was that, and then we had the Cosmos panel. Yes, with Neil with deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Tyson, which was a great Seth panel. McFarlane, because they were like explaining questions of the universe, which I love, and that's what I that's what I'm on this planet for. Ha! I love that stuff. Yeah. It was awesome. Neil deGrasse Tyson was answering all of our awesome questions. There was this guy that asked this question about if you went to the, um, what is it, the... Uh, the the beginning of a, of a black hole? Yeah, the, like, right where the, the space and time stops at, at a black hole. Would you just never actually fall into the black hole because time stops? And and Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, yeah, you, you'd go there and you'd watch the entire universe go by. Until it was nothing anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because time doesn't exist there. I mean, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Super awesome science question. A lot of funny stuff because Neil would... And Seth MacFarlane, would, would admit that Seth MacFarlane constantly goes to him with science questions, and then, and then Neil will see those science questions that he's answered in Family Guy. Yeah. And it's just... It's and that, so that woman that was also the producer of the, yeah. the very first Cosmos. Annie. She was amazing. She was so cool and she had all this awesome she stuff to say. She loved to talk. I love that lady. Yeah, and I, I just loved, I loved her voice and I loved what she had to say and she was just super smart and super. Yeah, really smart. super great. Yeah. Um, I really want to watch that show. And I, I, do also, I also kind of want to watch the original one. There was a season last year too. Yeah. Yeah, so this one is about worlds away, so I think it's about Possible worlds, exoplanets. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's really awesome because we definitely need, um, you know, we just need some more insight into the possibilities of where human nature can go. So I, I really feel like 
this is going to be really awesome. And you know that they're being realistic about it because they don't want to be overhyping all that stuff. But they also yeah. want people to be more optimistic about the future instead of saying it's going to go to shit. Yeah. And that was a lot of what this panel was about. Yeah. So I like that because we are being really pessimistic about our future and we, we need to look at it more like it's possibly going to be like Star Trek. Yeah. And this perfect, this perfect, seemingly perfect world. I mean, it's not, Star Trek isn't perfect. But no, it's not perfect. They definitely got their, their differences smoothed out on Earth, especially. Yeah, it, de- it seems, yeah, because a, a lot of their troubles come with, like, then communicating with, with new... Yeah, new people. With new people. But it definitely does seem like they've got everything kind of in order on Earth. But. Yeah, it definitely does. But not after, like, all that turmoil that we see in, in Star Wars. I mean, it takes a long time. We've got the genetic wars. We've got, like, a lot of other stuff that goes on where people just are terrible and, like, half the population is lost. Remember? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, we got all that background when we're watching, like, Deep Space Nine and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Voyager and whatever. That's true. So it's not like it just comes out of nowhere. No. But... It's definitely a... It takes time. It takes a lot of time. I mean, that makes a lot of sense because we are definitely nowhere near the Star Trek universe right now. No. But uh, right now we've also got the Orville, which was the yes. next panel that yes. we were just stoked so for. excited. We we even tried to tried to win a signing for the Orville, but yeah. you know that was that was tough this year. Like yeah, no, we didn't get anything. didn't get anything. But that was a super fun panel. We saw the whole cast. Yeah, um, we love that show. That's a great show. It's a really great show, and and I'm glad that Seth. Uh, confirmed that you know the marketing team kind of went with it like originally when the before before the first season had come out and the trailer was released for it he he confirmed that this that the marketing team had kind of put it more towards like a comedy parody Definitely type of thing put it in the comedy but then box. when you actually which which maybe is what sort of first drew me to it because you know I wanted to see like some funny parody Star Trek stuff, which it does have some parts yes, like some that, of that, but it also but has its, its own really... cohesive story and its own cohesive characters that they develop very well. Amazing and, sci-fi and cover some great topics and yeah. great messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I it's just it. a truly, it's definitely, it's definitely a show that that I we yearn that. for I, right now, I, and we just need more of. I just love it was that show. it was just a breath of fresh air last year, and it was. It was great. I wish I could tell them how much I love that show. <sighs> I mean, I, I, t- I think I've tweeted to them several times, but honestly, God, you, I love that show. You can only tweet show. so many times. I, I think I just, like, got it. We got to do it again. We just got to keep telling them that that show's fantastic, and yes. we love it so much, and everything about it, you know? Yes. Like, then there's some really great, funny, amazing situations on that show that are just so great. Like the Rob Lowe episode. Yes. Oh, oh amazing. Like the, the, the Bordis and her, his husband show. Yes. With a and baby. Their, and their baby. And then oh. the, the social, like, like plus and negative episode. Oh, yeah, that's where, a really good one. Where people can like, can, like, upvote and downvote people, which is just crazy scary. <sighs> I love it. I love that show. Really great inventive show, and I'm I'm super excited for season two. We got to see a trailer for season two, and yeah, which looks fantastic. It looks amazing. This trailer definitely is better marketing for the next show, and that's what Seth MacFarlane was saying too. Yeah, he really loved what the marketing. Team it was did a lot more serious of a trailer. panel than I expected it to be, to be honest. Yeah, which is fine. Which is fine. But like, I wish I could have been up there just be like, I just love the show so much. Thank just you love so you much all. for making it. Love you it. all dearly. It's so great. You guys work so hard for this, and, and we know that you guys have to spend very long fucking days standing there on set. Yeah. So, you know, 
That it was, was really that awesome. Was really cool. And the guy that played Bordas was super funny. He was talking a lot about his how his classical training really helped him become Bordas because it, the way that Seth MacFarlane writes the characters is with this like kind of Shakespearean cadence mm-hmm. in order to make the characters sound like English isn't their first language. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah, super fun to just learn insights like that into the show and just it just makes it makes it just more more fun. The more information you know about something and what kind of goes into it, yeah, makes it more enjoyable indeed. So that was Saturday and then we do we go home after that? Um we tried to get in for the Deadpool 2 panel, but that didn't work. We we Oh, and yeah, then right we, after the Orville. And then we had our meetup. Yes, which was fun. But then we had to run d- directly from the meetup. Yeah, so let's let's oh, God, let's, this, let's, okay, let's this, explain this. This let's explain whole this. entire terrible situation. So Friday okay. that made me feel terrible. Start from the beginning. Okay. Friday, Zachary Levi posts on Twitter that you know the Nerd H- Nerd HQ wasn't making a presence really at Comic Con this year, and he wanted to throw like they didn't last year either. They didn't last year. They really or hadn't. the year before. Mm, uh, no, they were. They, they weren't they there last they were year. They were there somewhat they, last year. Yeah. Somewhat. Okay. With something. I don't. I don't know. Um, but he wanted to throw like a huge nerd bash for and the last Nerd for, HQ for the last Nerd HQ. Because apparently there's not enough money for this. I guess, but I heard that that they're at New York Comic Con. What? Yeah. Oh, we have to go. Yeah, we're gonna go check it out. Okay. Okay. So I think that's weird. We they should, just yeah. They, they just don't plan it. I I feel like it's Zachary, too expensive. I feel like yeah, it's either too expensive or Zachary Levi even confirmed himself that he just didn't plan it okay. and he just didn't do it. Okay. Okay. So interesting. So anyway, so he said huge bash. If you love dancing, come to this to dance. We'll we'll give you more information Saturday. Uh. At at like eight, eight o'clock, because that he would release where this party was gonna be. Yes, we didn't know location. We knew that it was gonna go from ten to two a.m. and we didn't know location. So as you know, our meetup was at seven thirty. So we stay there until eight. We got we got there early because we didn't get into the Deadpool two panel, so we just went straight for the Blarney at at like six six thirty. Yeah, yeah. And so we just hung out. We ate some food. We just waiting, 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 breathing. Just waiting for this for this tweet to get posted. Uh, your heart rate was so high. My heart rate was very high. Um, <laughs> my heart rate was really high just that entire time. I don't think it ever went down from under eighty. You were gonna be losing a lot of weight. Uh, yes, I'll sort of thank you for that observation. Um, <laughs> I've noticed it too. So uh, eight comes around. The he exactly fi- I finally posts that you know it's gonna be a little after eight, a little bit after eight, a little bit. So ha- so hang on. So you know we leave the Blarney. We went to the courtyard to get some free Wi-Fi and a plug. Yes, also I needed to uh, plug in my phone. Plug in her phone because so then I could refresh. The- so we could keep refreshing the Twitter page and wait for this I, damn location. I stared at my phone for about an hour and a half. Alessandra was obsessing. I I was chill just like you were just, really chill because about I knew we were gonna so get in upset. I knew we were gonna get in I, I was care. sad because I knew we weren't gonna get in yeah because they said you're supposed to wear your nurch which apparently is nerd HD yes they had said previously that nurch people would get, get first in priority. priority um and you know we I guess we underestimated just how many people with nurch there was gonna be and it literally was a lot of people so we're so at this point we're obsessed. Emily and I are, are trying to figure out if there's we're, any clubs we're nearby. We're trying to figure out what club it could possibly be at, what lounge it could be at, what hotel ballroom it could be in. And we were walking around Gasland. We were walking because yeah, because we knew it was going to be in Gasland, which isn't very big. So we were kind of walking around to each of the clubs. Kinda I have going my shoulder in. on em- I have my hand on Emily's shoulder so that I can keep refreshing my Twitter every t- every like every second. second. 
I'm as, freaking as I was looking at my Google down, Maps, staring at my phone, holding on to Emily's shoulder, walking on a gas lap. I felt as, ridiculous. As, as as I was leading us, as, I, I hated as, as this. I, was, I hated every moment of this so as much. As I was leading this train to every. I felt so stupid. To every club, like, asking if this was where the Nerd HQ party was. Yep. Yeah, you did. Um, and finally, what, at, like, 9.30 or something? Yeah, 9.30. They, he finally posted lo- the location, and luckily we had been walking around, and we ended up some, like, Very like four close minutes to away. Like, less less than four minutes away. We, it was, we, like, we two kinda, blocks away. We kind of ran the wrong direction. And then we ran in the wrong direction, which kind of fucked us over. Not, really well, not really. It didn't really matter. Really not really. We, we weren't going to get we it, so it didn't matter. We ran there so fast. I mean, we sprinted. We sprinted, and we had a good place in line. Oh, yeah. Yes, we did. Like we weren't even. I think so, there was only like maybe fifty people in front of us. So, so it was at, it was at the tin roof, and the tin roof was at one end of a block, and we weren't even we weren't even at the end of any block. No, we were like we halfway were like, through. We were the halfway. Line. We were halfway down a block from the door, which um, was not that long. Which wasn't long. Like there was maybe like what a hundred people in front of us. I mean, maybe fifty to a hundred people in front of us. Maybe like that's not that many people. But we get there like just lungs burning. Oh, just can't. Dying. I can't breathe, and I, and I packed my water in the car, so we're just like I'm so ugh, thirsty. Ugh. And it was it was very bad. And ha- and Hannah calls us immediately because she saw the tweet go, and and she and her and her friend were were at a concert at the uh, Crazy Ex Girlfriend concert, and so ag- immediately when when we're running, like sprinting towards this place, Hannah calls me, and I'm like, Hannah. We're running, and yeah. she's like, she's like, where, where are you running? And I'm like, the tin roof. It's at the corner of Market and Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We ran, running. we got there, and we had a pretty good spot. We had a good spot, but then, but then once, All once the people settled, had once people were cutting in line. Alessandra went and scoped, and she saw how long the nurch line was. And finally, it like was some, very long. some security like line guard was go, was going they, down the line, saying like, you know, the line's capped. We're not going to let you. are not going to be able to get in. So we're, just, we were not going to get know, in. Go there home. There was no way. Whatever. Yeah. So we we had some good. You know, we tried. We, we tried. Tr- we made some. We we met talked to some people in line. But Emily and I, you know, basically came to the conclusion that you sh- the people who bought Nerd HQ like nurch. Should have should truly be the should ones have to been go the in. ones to go in because they actually like they Nerd supported HQ. the brand. They probably went to the Nerd HQ events. They probably attended the Nerd HQ panels. They went to like all the things. Nerd and we HQ. tried to do that, but we like, we did that one year and it was pretty cool. But we like we just yeah, didn't do it again. You know, I think we just we still love Zachary Levi. We we love everything that Nerd HQ and Zachary Levi stands for. So it's just like. You know the people who who were prepared. The people who were prepared and the people who, to go in. who cared enough to to wear nurch on a to regular buy basis. Buy that ugly nurch should go in there. The it's not attractive. It's, I know. I personally wouldn't have bought. I mean, those we clothes. would. We didn't buy them because they were stupid. I mean, it's not like it's stupid. It's just. It's just it's not. Just, it's something I didn't want. We didn't want it. And I, if those I, people I were something... nerdy enough to get it, then they they deserve to go in there. I yeah. I like. I was telling us under that I like tasteful. <laughs> graphic tees that represent more of like a certain fandom that I like. Yeah. And and I these, mean, you got this beautiful Coraline shirt. This Coraline so, shirt was beautiful. But it's gorgeous. It's art. Yeah. So, you know, those people truly deserve to get in and, and the people who did get in said it was an awesome time. Yeah, I'm they did. They I'm glad did. they had a good time. I'm glad they had a good time. Yeah. Um, but then they, I was reading some other people on Twitter and they were pissed. Some people were extremely pissed. Oh, people were just like, this is so bullshit. You know, I, I would have been more pissed if we had spent 
more time trying to get into this place and then not get in. The, yeah, the, I think I would fact, be more pissed if we were closer to the front. The, or that. Like, if we were, like, ten people from the front, I'd be really, really I probably would have been pissed, too. But then again, we still weren't... We waited for, like, maybe 30 minutes because yeah, it, was it, gonna, it was gonna open at 10. And basically, once 10 We just... By, our lungs burned for we, a little bit. But yeah. we, we got over and it. And we were standing in line for 30 minutes, and they finally told us straight up, like, hey... It's gonna it's gonna be capped. We're not gonna be able to get in. And yeah, you know, so. if we had been standing there for like three hours, I would have then been. Pissed. Oh, but you know, I also hit a wall after that because we had woken up at three a.m. That's right. It was an early day. I was exhausted. I, I mean, I got in line for that thing, and I just thought to myself, if I go in a club right now, I will fall over. I yeah. mean, it was. I was so fucking tired. We all. I mean. And even with with this with this year being super chill and us not having a whole bunch of stuff to do, we still realize that if you're if you're a day goer at Comic Con, you can't also be a night goer. No, you can't like a hundred percent. we never have, did that before get, either. We never did both day and night. Yeah, if you are out all day, you which can't. we can't go out all we night. We had never done that. We'd always just gone home at like eight and then gone to sleep. Yeah, because we needed to get whatever sleep we needed because because we would still get home at like midnight, like past midnight. We would catch the last tra- the last trolley train at like eleven yeah, fifty. Yeah, and still get back. And it wasn't. We didn't and, drink and any then, alcohol. And or then, because that yeah. really tires you out. It tires you out just being out all day and sitting <sighs> around and like waiting in the sun. And yeah. And even when we would get to our hotel past midnight, we'd still only get three hours and then be up and out again. Yeah. Like, so you can't. You it's can't it's be hardcore. It's really hardcore. You know, yeah. I still had a good time though. It's not like I. I it was fun. We tried. If if, if we would have been able to go in, I would have. We would have hung around for like maybe a couple. An hour, maybe an hour and I don't 30. Know. I think we would have stuck around for a while. We probably would have stuck around. I think it would have been fun, because when you're around a party situation, you, it, it keeps yourself awake. Yeah, that's true. You know, you get you get the re, the boost of energy, and then your, your REM's, like, you know, the other direction. That's true. So you're kind of, like, okay. Um, yeah. I, I just think I didn't reach that point. No. And and then we, like, got... Uh, you were driving home. I don't know how you were driving home, because I, like... I was, like, falling asleep when we were sitting in the car. Like, I was, like, I couldn't even. I, th- I think Friday night into Saturday, I'd gotten the most sleep, so I was feeling pretty okay that day. I had I had my comfy, my comfy, well, because we wore our costumes on Friday. Which were very uncomfortable. I mean, yeah. not, no, they weren't very uncomfortable. They were just slightly uncomfortable. Just slightly. Like, you know, I was wearing but Tom's. Saturday, I was wearing very comfortable clothes. I was wearing Tom's. My feet weren't very comfortable, and... You know, my shirt was a little tight, but it was still... Yeah, it's okay. It was It fine. was still a really comfy costume, and yeah. I would probably wear it again. Yeah, I would wear that, but just wearing it all day... Yeah, all day is yeah, tough. It's just tough. All day is tough. So then we went to sleep. Yep, went home, packed up. I went up. to bed at like 9.30 or 10. Yeah, she went home and passed out. Oh, um, I was just... I, I was out. I stayed up and packed up my stuff, because I had just a bunch of random shit everywhere. And then you took a shower. And I took a shower. And then we woke up, and we were supposed to wake up at 7.30? <laughs> It was seven th- six thirty or seven thirty or something six thirty or seven and you slept through your alarm through a half an hour. I told you guys constantly that I I turn off my alarm to I go also, back to sleep. I also didn't care. And none of you set your alarms. No, it was just me. No, it was no, just Hannah me set her alarm. Did, oh yeah, she did. She did. That's what woke her up, and then she went. That's right. Um, That's right. She woke us up. She woke us up Saturday morning. Sunday morning. Um, Sunday morning. She woke us up saying that it was like eight thirty or something, or it was eight. Yeah, so I mean, then we we slept. I mean, we slept. Which, a which good she was fine of because she was just trying to get into the everything else line. But by the time we would get down there, the hall would be open already. So she was happy about that. And then we just we didn't have we didn't have badges, so we went into downtown, 
and uh, did some offsites. So we did the Castle Rock experience, which was first, awesome. Which was so cool, so cool. So we got like a, a hotel room key because we were staying, and the whole line was in the shade. Yeah, and the whole line was in the which shade, which was awesome. And it wasn't a long wait. It was not. It was only like an hour. Yeah. An hour and a half, maybe? E- yeah, an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So fast. And then, so the experience started with, they gave us a room key because we were, we were going to be- We all got different keys, we too. Were, yeah. We were going to be guests in the Castle so Rock cool. Bed and Breakfast. So cool. And when you, when you walk in, so you get a picture in front of this creepy looking house with these creepy looking people who live there, this man and wife. They're just really creepy characters, and they're, like, taking pictures of you. And then we go inside to the lobby where this other creepy guy, like, tells us about the weird stories of stuff that happened in Castle Rock. Um, and then we... It looked legit, too. It looked really and, good. And you signed the, uh, the guest list or whatever. Yeah, I, I signed, I signed my name on, on the guest book. Um, and then each of us get assigned to a room, which, which has... Which and I got the 217 room, which is the same one in The Shining. Yep, we got The Shining room, which and everyone cool. else, I think, got a, a different, like, hotel-themed room, like a scary... Another one from Stephen King. From Stephen King stuff. Yeah. Because um, this show is, like, a bunch of Stephen King novels pushed together. Yeah, which looks really interesting. I'm, I'm, I it really I'm, does. I think I'm going to give it a try. And Bill Skarsgård's in it, and he is also uh, Pennywise. Yep. Yeah, he's great. But he but he won't be Pennywise in this, right? No, He'll be I don't a different think he character. is. You know, maybe he is Pennywise. Maybe, just maybe like, he will be at some point. Yeah, I think so. But then he'll he'll just be another character or something. You know, I don't know, but I, I feel like that might be where he's going. I yeah. Think I, I think that they cast him on purpose for that. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sure what the story, what the, how the story I, goes. I don't but, know either. But it takes place like... In a small town in Maine. Yeah. Castle but, Rock, but, Maine. But then how does Shawshank Redemption come into it? Well, that's also a Stephen King novel. Okay. So I think it's definitely... So, so it just has references to, to that one. Yeah, like Stand By Me, yeah. Trashing Redemption. I mean, Stephen King has made so many stories. Uh, what is that one with um, Kathy Bates? Um, Kathy... The one where she plays the, the lady who, like, uh, breaks that guy's legs. Um, oh. Marcy... Marcy... He did Carrie. Yeah. But also that one with Kathy, Kathy Bates. I don't, I don't remember that. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Um, the people who are listening are probably screaming at us right now. <laughs> this happens so often when I'm listening to podcasts where two people will talk about something and they can't remember what it's called, and I'm, like, screaming at them. Yes, I, I do the same thing Ugh. with uh, with watching gamers on YouTube. Misery. Misery. It starts with an M. <laughs> God, I can't really... What were you Marcy. trying to say? Marcy. I, I was trying to think of it. <laughs> Misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. And so, so we got the, so each person, after you got assigned to a room, each person went into their room. So Alessandra and I had the shining room and the guy like creepily said, like, uh, say hello to the twins for me. And then we go into the room and we stand there in like just darkness. And there's, there's like something that we have to duck under in front of us, but we just stand there while like a bunch of scary noises happen. It was cool. And, and like lights flash and we're just like, oh, it was scary. It was was a a tiny little room. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know what was going to happen. Somebody was going to jump out on us. Yeah, I was waiting for someone to scare us. They didn't. They didn't. I really thought they were going to. I thought we were going to get scared. I thought that there was going to be like a clown there or something. Yeah, or the twins. Oh, there was nobody. (laughs) I think that wasn't even scarier because nothing happened. It was so, it was much scarier because nothing happened. And then we crawled on, we had to like go underneath something. something. What were we We looking at? We had to bend over. We were like looking at something like an elevator i don't know what we were looking at i don't know but we had to like duck under something we had to duck under something in order because, to get because into the, the door opened and then some security lady was at the other end she like, was like telling us in. to come forward and, and I we was were like, like what I was like, 
mom, can I trust you? Uh, and, and we had to go under so We had to bend over and yeah, go under and go s- under something. Like some wood or something. Like some wall or some elevator. I don't even know. Uh, yeah. And then we get into this amazing room, which you can see on our, our Instagram story, which yes. is the half of the car that was outside in the lake. Yes. You see the bottom half of the car, and it's as if you're underneath the water. So they had put this projection onto the ceiling of this flowing water, and it looks yeah. like you are underwater. It and is the so car, cool. And the car is just dipped in, and the lights are just like going through all the smoke that's underneath. And it yeah. was super cool, because above ground, well, I mean, we, we, we weren't underground, but uh, um, in that same area where the Castle Rock experience was, there was they had turned this fountain into Castle Rock into Castle Rock Lake, and in the lake was a child figure, like statue, standing in there, like like huddled up, like I think looking at something in his hands with a with a hoodie over his head, and just standing there. And then on the other side was a car that had that had crashed into the lake, and so that's what we were seeing. We were seeing the bottom half of the car. Yeah. And then um, after that, we went into, like, some creepy room where with this a guy, bathtub this guy had a, a bunch bathtub. of uh, mannequin limbs in it. Yeah, and he was, like, washing this them. Cre- this guy was very creepy. And he was, like, washing them with, like, the bathwater. Talking water, about memories. Talking about memories and how all of our memories will be on a chip inside of our heads at some point. And then, yeah. and then if you forget, do you get, like, deleted or something? Like, something, something really weird and creepy. And then we watched in this other room where we had to go through... It's like a bunch of mannequins. Oh, like the a mannequin, mannequins. Like a mannequin warehouse. So there's lights flashing, <coughs> and there's like Strobe lights. hundreds of mannequins around you. Just limbs and full bodies and full heads. Manne- and their heads are moving. Their heads were moving. It oh, was so they were creepy. Freaky. I don't think I've ever done anything like that before. That was really cool. That's probably something you could see at, like, Not Scary Farm. But it was awesome. It was super awesome. And then... After that, we had we went into Shawshank Prison. No, but th- no, no, no. Then we walked through that thing that felt like we were claustrophobic. That's right. This yes. is my favorite part. This, this small little it was hallway, the scariest part. For they me. they had two inflatable inflatable like, like sheets sheets like that were rounded. Like making, we're making motions with our hands right now. You can't see any. You of can't this. see what we're doing. But basically, it's like a womb, and you go through it, and it's like these these like uh, these like inflatable tent material. Like pushing against all part of your body while you're walking. Yeah, ma- it. making this already skinny, narrow hallway like even smaller. But you, you could walk to, through it because it's made you of air, obviously. Push so your you're way like through. pushing your way through it, and I was holding on to Emily. And, and at one point just, she stopped. Because the person in front of me stopped. And I was stuck in this thing. And I thought to myself, oh my god, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Because if you were claustrophobic, there was no way you can go through that thing. I mean, yeah. this thing is like pushing against you. Yeah. Like around yeah, you. Like you had to gain some speed to like keep going through this thing. And it kept trying to push you back. It pushes you closer. Like it's coming from both sides of your body. I've never done this before. And I thought it was awesome. Like I'm going through this like this is so crazy. I can't believe this. <laughs> And it's when I stopped, Alessandra's like, Emily, what's up? <laughs> like, it was behind scary. me. And I, I'm like, I know, Alessandra, I'm going. And, she, and she's like, go! <laughs> it was very dark. It was pitch black. You couldn't see you anything. Couldn't see. And it's I, not I was like, like you, it, it was completely black. And I was like, like, I know, it's like, like dark. Move. I gotta move. And you feel like something is is pushing you, and you are stuck in this canal. It is so frightening. It was. It was definitely cool. It was super. I I definitely loved it because it was very scary. And then we went. uh, And then we went into into a room into Shawshank Prison where we had to witness someone getting euthanized. Yeah. And then they, um, I, and I, and then they like woke up, which I knew was going to happen. Yeah, they didn't die. That after the lady presumed her dead, and there was a security guy in in the other room watching. 
Uh, she was like, okay, she's dead. And then she, like, waited a little bit. And, and then, then she, and like, the lady got up and, like, screamed. Screamed at us. And, and then, then they took a gif of us doing that. And you could see Emily go, ah. And the lady behind us got really scared. But I just am, like, I didn't even react. You can see, I didn't scream. <laughs> I didn't scream or anything. But, like, my shoulders kind of, like, like, yeah, she was like, like jerked. Ooh. They, yeah. like, jerked a little bit. Yeah. Because, yeah, she did. She she spooked me a little bit. Yeah. She's really, she's spooky. Um, and then there was, <laughs> then the very last room was, like, this guy with a bunch of security screens. And he was, like, shouting at us, like, you know, you can't be here. Get out. Yeah. And that was it. And then we just ran out. Done. Then we went outside. It was hot. Um, uh, yeah. And then just a couple things left. We, we tried to go to the Nerdist thing and it didn't work out. We tried, yeah, they, they were already closed. I was kind of sad that we didn't go to the Nerdist thing in the first place because apparently they had an open bar and free food. Alessandra was scavenging <sighs> for any... Yeah, well, let's wait till we get to the, the Amazon fire part when, when, you, <laughs> when you just audibly were just distraught. I was... Okay, so... <laughs> So, I even told the bartender. I was like, guys, where's the alcohol? I was, I was sitting there going, there are mocktails all of a And you're going, oh my God, I'm going to get a drink. And I'm like, and I'm like there are mocktails all of a sudden. And she's like, oh man, what am I going to get? And I'm like, there are mocktails. And then she's like, what? I was so upset. I was like, what? I mean, it was a downer for sure. Such, I was so I was pumped like, about this alcohol. Oh my God. Um, and so on the way over to that, we, we thought about trying to do the DC offsite, but we figured it was going to be way too crazy because it's just escape rooms again. Yeah. Like just a themed, yeah, whatever. Themed escape rooms. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to do an offsite. We are so like, oh, I, I don't want to do an offsite unless I get some free swag. Because yeah. you know me, I love free shit. And, um... And so as we were walking over to the Amazon Fire thing, we saw this huge Dell computer. Like, Dell had this this game. Yeah, we had seen it the day before. Yeah, this game we on, on this huge screen. And you could press the, the, the giant the arrow up keys. The down arrow keys. The arrow keys the to move right. this character. And they had this huge uh, game up, which it, I can't remember what it was called. But it's, it's a legit game. Um, I've seen some YouTubers play it. I can't remember what it was called. But you had to move your little guy. Uh, it looked like he was in a little dungeon. You had to move him on the beat, on, on the heartbeat. Um... And you just had to fight stuff and like find things in this in this cave, and it was pretty fun. Um, I think that's also on the Instagram story I played, and it was really cool. And then we went over to the Amazon Fire Experience, which where... was kind of lame, but at least there was air conditioning. Um, and there was a free shit. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was air conditioning. There was a free shit. There was a free shit. Uh, it was it was just kind of this thing where you had to like wait and watch the items on. Yeah, they're definitely stuff showing and, like, us promoting us. The, yeah, pro- promoting all their all new just products. Like, what are the, what can this product do? And we had to like, which just seemed cool. I love Amazon. I love their products. And these these yeah, but these know, things look pretty cool. There was too many, too much to do. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it was a very like kind of not great experience, except for the fact that like you got a free mocktail, which should have been a cocktail. <sighs> <laughs> Yes. There were some fun photo ops, though. I, there I were. Loved, I love the little were. boomerang that we did on that, on that cordless the swing made out of cords. Um, I, I liked learning about the new stuff that was coming out from Amazon, because, you know, I love I love my my Echo Show, and uh, and she hasn't she hasn't creepily laughed, so I'm happy about that. And, uh... No, she hasn't. No, she uh, hasn't. She hasn't yeah, so we got, but The mocktails we got were really good, actually. Yeah, it was like a grapefruit it was, like, with mint It was it. delicious. And like triple sec. It yeah. was really good. Not triple sec, because triple sec has alcohol in it. Oh, I thought that was just a taster, like a syrup. Oh, maybe it is. I thought triple is. sec was just a syrup. Maybe it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, we did that, and, like, they made it, basically made us watch, like, some TV, which didn't make any sense. Yeah, it was whatever. It was cool. And then we um, went outside and we got a fanny pack. This fanny pack was pretty... It's pretty good. Freaking sweet. It's a nice fanny pack. 
Sweet. And then uh, we, we went and got sushi burritos. Then we went and got sushi burritos. <laughs> and then we Which went home. Which I was home. so excited about. Yes. And you didn't even finish yours, so I ate the ate I was some more. so full. They, they really fill you They're up. They're so good. They're so good. And Emily got a t-shirt. For I got a t-shirt. It's a, it says, sushi burritos. Love them. I do. And it's got a little, like, little chibi Yoda. Yoda on it. And it's yeah. super cute. They're really um, good. And that was our comical Then we drove experience. home. Yes, we drove home. Yeah, it was definitely different. It was super different. I was different. actually talking Full of firsts. to my dental hygienist today, and uh. she said that I heard Comic-Con was different this year. And uh-huh, I said, uh-huh, uh-huh, it was. Uh-huh. I, it was different. Oh, at one point, it was so funny. So at one point, Ballroom 20 fucked up. Oh, they yes. What was it? When we were in line, when we, we were, were in Indigo, in Indigo Ballroom, Ballroom, we were reading tweets. People, so for Ballroom 20 and for like Hall H and for Indigo Ballroom, you can get bathroom passes because a lot of the ball, the brooms don't have bathrooms in them. So you have to get a um, pass to it, go outside and come back in. Yes. And, and it like allows you within like 30, 30, 45. It's 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. To just go potty and come back. And then. Or get so, food or something. Or get food. And then. So Ballroom 20 messed up somehow and, like, gave too many people bathroom passes and, like, weren't letting people back in. No, like, they were. The, just the line was, like, an hour long. Like, 30, like, yeah, like, 30 minutes to an hour. And so and so people who had just left to go to the bathroom were, like, missing panels because they were taking so long to get back in. Yep. Um, and people, and it was so funny. These tweets were hilarious. Yeah, they were um, really I was looking funny. at the Hall H Hall H line Twitter, uh-huh. and they were retweeting things. Like, people were saying they, they like, left Barroom 20 and went to Hall H, and they would tweet at Barroom 20 being like, sorry, Barroom 20, like, this could have been us, but you playing. Like, I, I broke up with you, and, and I'm, I'm now with Hall H. And, they, <laughs> and it was so funny. That's so good. Oh, man, it was hilarious. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's very funny. You know, it's just, they didn't have excellent panels this year. I mean, I heard that the, uh, I heard the Warner Bros. one was the pretty Warner good, Brothers actually. The Warner Bros. one was pretty good, which had Justice League, and apparently they didn't have anything to show for Wonder Woman, but yeah, they no. did have stuff to show for Fantastic Beasts, and apparently Johnny Depp came out in costume, but he didn't stay on the panel. <laughs> what a creep. What a creep. Um, yeah. And then they had Aquaman, <clears throat> and I think some other stuff. I don't yeah, they quite also remember. had... Shazam. Shazam. That's right. Which I'm actually excited to see that trailer. I haven't seen it yet. For Zachary Levi's Yes. Show. He, he looks hilarious as Shazam. This is going to be so funny. You know, I was just thinking of, like, Zachary Levi's, like, really just in it for the money, because he kind of is. Because he is But, you know, he's, he's, money. Uh, he's also in my favorite Disney movie, so... Uh, yeah. Which, her universe came out with a Flynn Rider-inspired crossbody, like, satchel bag, and... Tangled is my favorite. I'm down for it. I I'm 100 percent down. Tangled. I, I want that Tangled dress that her universe did, and I want that. I want that. I want that Eugene bag. I want it. I am I just it. a big Tangled fan. I don't know what it is about that movie, but it is. It just touches me. I just love it so much. You got the touch. You got the touch. You got the power. <laughs> Thank you, Stan Bush. It was beautiful. Um, that was our experience. Ugh. If you have any questions, yeah, if you like are if you gonna, have any questions about Comic Con? If you, you like plan to go, we have all the information about how to do this because, like, it is. I like, learned so much this year just obsessing and making the master schedule. So, you, you know what is really annoying about it is you have to be on your phone constantly like, all day. Constantly, I mean, you, you gotta to be, be checking, checking Twitter. Twitter 
all day. And just... And, and just, making yeah. sure the things that you need to do are, like, good. And we wouldn't have known about that Nerd HQ party if we didn't check Twitter. Like, there is a lot of stuff that's going on that you need to be updated for. And in that case, you're going to need to plug in your phone. You're going to need to get yourself a portable charger. You perhaps a, two portable chargers. Perhaps five. I mean, honestly, you have to be keeping your phone up. And that's the worst. I hate that. I hate being on my phone all day. Yeah, because you're trying to just experience the convention and, and all the stuff at it, but you have to be... You have to be up. on top of it. Yeah, because in Indigo Ballroom, whenever there was a break, I was checking to see how long the Hall H line was because we were going to try and give ourselves 15 minutes to get into Deadpool. Well, and that we, was we not had to watch happen. the rest of the Orville. That we, we had to watch Orville. Yeah, so like when we knew we weren't going to get in. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't figured. think it was going to be... We were only be... giving ourselves 15 minutes. And people love Deadpool, so... Yeah, there were, there were like some Deadpool I'm, people like, waiting in line ahead of us. like sad we didn't get to see that, but it's okay, whatever. It's fine. We at least got... The movie was just amazing in general. It would have been awesome to see Ryan Reynolds. And mm-hmm. apparently, Wonder, uh, Gal Gadot and Chris Pine had, like, made a... Made, like, a special special little appearance for, like, panel somewhere. Yeah. I, I wonder where that was. Oh, man. See, you gotta be checking your phone to see when all this crazy surprise shit happens. Yeah, you miss things. You miss like, things all the time. But we also just, like... We do fun stuff. We did the stuff we wanted to do this year. And, you know, there's some things we didn't get into, but we were really realistic about it, so... Yeah, because it happens. I don't know. I felt like... You know, I th- I don't think we're... We kind of decided this, that even before we went, that maybe this was going to be the last year for the a little bit. The last year for a little bit. Because we're going to New York Comic Con, and that's be gonna going to be really yeah. fun, and that's going to be different for you, obviously, because it's in a different place. And just a, uh, whole, a whole bunch of new anxieties and things to worry about. A bunch of new It'll stuff, be great. and we're just going to have a good time because it's in a, it's in my city. So I think it's going to be great. And then we're going to just get to, um, you know, have fun doing that, have fun exploring New York and... Yeah, figuring out how and and New York Comic Con works and, and you know I think all the that fun stuff we're gonna next do there. year for San Diego I think they're gonna have less people wanting to buy tickets for next year. I don't. That's no. You don't think that, so? No. No. Okay. Well, I just no. didn't think it was that great this year. But but think about it. This was like the slow year, which means probably they'll get a lot of cool stuff next year. Uh, maybe. I don't know. This. I mean, I feel like Disney's this, not going to go there anymore. And... Even even though we've gone. Well, I know that that's a little hard, to, hard to gauge just... because Disney now has D twenty three to release stuff at yeah. and and Comic Con. Yeah. And their own. And their own little things that they do to to release information. So I don't know. It's really hard to judge every year. And but you know, even when there is a slow year, there is still a ton of stuff to do. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, I I feel like we're being kind of like we're not being ungrateful for our experience. No, because it was so because we a enjoy great it thing. a lot and we have a really great time. I think it's just comparatively like there wasn't a lot of exciting stuff this year. Yeah, I I just wish we had maybe like ten years under our belt so that <laughs> so that we can like really gauge the the flow of Comic Con. Like you know who knows? I was like trying to theorize like maybe maybe it goes like this like constantly like it's it's always four year or yeah. three three years of awesome stuff and then there's a slow year because but we got lucky to go to those three years. Those three years because were I think those three we, years we went had to the, the most... best panel of all time in our first year. Yeah. We went to the greatest, most popular, insane, like, everyone wanted to Everything. be in this panel. Everyone wanted to be in this panel that that year, the star of the Star Wars panel. That was the most important panel, like, of all time. It was time. the most important panel of all time. And because, we got to go Because it, it was the rebirth of Star Wars. Yeah. And we got to go into it. I know. That was really fucking great. And the Star Trek, Star Trek Beyond International movie premiere. <sighs> yeah. Which amazing. people complimented us on our hats all the time. Yes, because they're amazing hats. These are amazing great hats. Experience. They really are. They're really fun. And I would burn my scalp again for that. Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah. 
So if you have any questions again, you can email us. Our emails are all by the popcorn at gmail.com or all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you if you liked this if you like this podcast, this episode, you know, leave us a review. Leave a like on SoundCloud and uh, Apple Podcasts or you know, iTunes or whatever. Yeah. Because we would love to have a rating. Please. And like leave us comments on Instagram and at by, uh, by the popcorn podcast or Twitter at by the popcorn. That would be really awesome because we have those. And please check out our Instagram story for the weekend. I'm going to add some more stuff to it. But honestly, there's so much fun stuff that we did this weekend. You can see it from our perspective. There was a one point where we woke up, you know, I'm like walking down the streets. So it's like 425 a.m. on it. And it's like completely dark. You can't see anything. It's completely it. pitch black. Um, yeah. So just like, please like, like and subscribe to us. We'd really appreciate it. Let us know what you want to hear. Any movies, any TV shows you want us to talk about, you can let us know. We would love, love to hear your suggestions. And we will talk to you guys next time. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.